This is The Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, hey, how the heck are you? It is The Monty Show, presented by our friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, utahadvocates.com, as always. The best injury attorneys in the business, and you never pay a penny to talk to the advocacy. You can chat with an attorney live online for free right now. You just get online and say, hey, I got hurt at work today. Hey, got hit while I was riding my bicycle. Some guy hit me while he was distracted driving. You name it. If you're injured, you didn't deserve that incident, but you do deserve an advocate at theadvocates.com. I mean, are we going to talk about the new rap? Are we going to talk about like new rap? Uh, what? What new rap? What? Like, I mean, you what? Guys, I mean, you know, we we told you 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 contribute yeah. to the show, you contribute to the show. We Tried put the money guys. back into the show, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, new rap today. Hope you guys enjoy that. Enjoy finding all the different nuances around that new rap today. Uh, appreciate that. Hello, for, uh, and let's just get right into. Uh, San Diego uh, State Aztec Warrior giving us $10 to start the show today. So it's a good good, start. It's a good Wednesday that's actually a Monday. Uh, San Diego State just bought itself another three weeks since the Mountain West meets to discuss San Diego State on July 17th. The Mountain West also just negotiated itself out of the double exit fee by stating San Diego State only owes $17 million. Well played, San Diego State. Uh, that's completely false, with all due respect. Uh, San Diego State has done nothing. San Diego State has not bought itself more time. Uh, and I think this is one of the things out there that so many people have, I don't know, propagated or pushed out that somehow San Diego State, you know, is is playing mental chess with everybody. That's what we're hearing, that it's mental chess and the Mountain West needs the money and there is one inescapable truth about what's going on with San Diego State. And that is that they made a tactical error. They put it in writing. And now they're trying to unwind that watch because the Pac-12 is not ready to act. You can't argue that. It's inexplainable. It's inexplicable. There's no logic to it. And this idea that somehow San Diego State now only owes $17 million, Well, yeah, they only owe $17 million because that's the that's the fee. So they 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 gave notice before June 30th. They're being held to that notice. Now, is it possible that the Mountain West meets on the 17th that says, "Yeah, let's, you know, let's let's do what we need to do. Let them out, let them in like what any way they want." Sure it is. But the other and I don't know conspiracy theory if you will about what's going on with San Diego State is that oh yeah, they're just trying to buy three more weeks so that they can get the TV deal announced and then expand and then we're into the Pac-12. Well, you just said you're not leaving. So what's going to happen when the Pac-12 invites you and you've just said you're not leaving? You didn't just work your way out of a, you know, a double or what you just worked yourself into more headaches if you truly want to join 
the Pac-12. So, Jake, I just don't see any way that you can spin this positively or have this conversation about how San Diego State and the Pac-12 are simply playing mental chess while we're all out here playing, you know, pickup sticks. Yeah, I mean, there's no unwinding the clock, and I think that's the biggest that's the biggest thing here is you can't go backwards in time. And, and, and I think if they could, they would not have sent the intent to leave letter. They would have not done all the talking they've done. And, and I completely agree. I don't think that there's a way for, for you to just escape the situation, for you to just not pay any, any type of money or any type of uh, damages fees, let's say, or anything of that sort. Because, again, when you say you're going to leave a conference, it, it majorly – impacts the 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 tv deal situation i mean again anytime in any conference uh, uh a school leaves that automatically triggers renegotiating the tv deal so yeah sure maybe we're all just behind behind here maybe we don't know what the hell we're talking about and maybe george klyovkov and san diego state have some grand plan uh and this was just all part of the strategy but i'm not going to be the guy that drinks the kool-aid i'm not doing that because i don't think that's what happened no, and I, I, I don't know why we always have to have a conspiracy theory about this stuff. It's always, it's always confused me. San Diego State, and go back, the videos are on the channel, and Glenn, I know you know this more than most people do, but we've been telling you since this whole thing started that San Diego State made a significant error in their media strategy that J.D. Wicker, the athletic director at San Diego State, was allowed to plant, essentially plant a quote with Seth, Seth Davis at The Athletic where he said, we're leaving, we're going somewhere, the Big 12 or the Pac-12. That right there should have been a huge red flag that San Diego State was in a bad way. It, I mean, it should have been a huge red flag that San Diego State was in real trouble. Real trouble, because it tells me that you were not prepared for the repercussions of that statement, because I think that's where the backlash began. If we're being totally honest, I think that right there, that statement from J.D. Wicker in The Athletic is where all the trouble for San Diego State began. And then on the flip side of that, you look at Adela Delatore, the president, writing just a haphazard letter that she immediately knew as soon as she hit send. She immediately knew she was in trouble. She sent it to all of the presidents in the Mountain West. She sent it to the commissioner. She said, we're leaving. Can we get a 30-day extension? And we'd like a payment plan. What it, the Mountain West isn't a furniture store. You're not getting a payment plan. You're leaving. You're taking a significant market share away from the Mountain West. They're keeping your money. And if you didn't hear the detail... The Mountain West is withholding $6 million in payments <coughs> to, to San Diego State in lieu of the $17 million exit fee. So now you're in this situation where, hey, you owe them, you owe them this money, and, and there's, there's no way to get away from it. You owe them $11 million. Now, you can say you're playing chess or whatever this is, but I'm telling you, these, this is not a game. This is not somehow spin or bullshit. This is like real life for the Mountain West that you have completely forsaken. Mm -hmm. That's the other, in my opinion, that's the other real storyline here. Because what has San Diego State really done? If we're being totally honest, what has San Diego State really done here? They have raised the middle finger to the Mountain West and said, yeah, you're not significant. We're, 
you know what? Yeah, it's been fun, dude, but we're going with a six foot blonde. Mm-hmm. You're a five five brunette. We're going with a six foot blonde. Okay, fuck you. Only only the six foot blonde wasn't interested right now. And mm. hopefully, hopefully by the time homecoming comes around, she's gonna check the yes box on your love note. Oh because that's what this feels like. You exposed yourself when you put in that letter, and you remember the letter San Diego State sent. You put in that letter other conferences out of our control or whatever, you know, other circumstances out of our control, which is, which is in, from what I understand, and I don't speak Latin, but I believe that's French for the PAC 12 fucked us. That's what I believe, (laughs) right? Like that's what that feels like. Hey, you know, like there's some other people over here, George Gliavkak and his friends in, San Francisco, but actually they're not in San Francisco. We're having a housewarming party yeah, in San moved, Ramon. It turns yeah, out. They, they moved. They moved to San Ramon now. And they, <laughs> you know, they got a ranch. It's a beautiful one story, but that's neither here nor there. George and his friends over in San Ramon, uh, you know, that because that's what that letter was. Yeah, and I think they got overconfident. They felt like, you know, I, and I don't know if, if George promised them something that didn't come true or 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 what it was, but I think you know, I, I mean, maybe we all can't agree, but but I certainly believe that they got told something. They were given information which led them to do this, which is right on your screen, which is write a letter that is in all intent and purposes. Hey, we're leaving the conference. We uh, copied all the presidents on it, and everything's kosher. We're good As to go. shared with Commissioner Navarez at our June 2023 Board of Directors meeting. This letter. And listen, for a letter that's not talking about or not official notice to withdrawal, this sounds awfully official. Uh, This letter is to formally notice that San Diego State intends to resign from the Mountain West Conference, effective June 30th. So wait, Um, now I know you didn't mean to um, officially... Well, unofficially, you meant to officially... Wait, was that on the record or off the record? Because I can't tell. um, Trust me, bro. Um, June 30th, we're out of here. But not officially, sort of. Kind of. And stuff. So, but that's... This is my problem. And this is... I did a short on this on the channel today. And I said, San Diego State, you're better than this. So be better than this. This is eighth grade project letter writing. Where the... You can't say, hey, again, and you can't make this up. Freedom of Information Act is how this letter came out. Effective June 30th, 2024, or at an agreed upon later date, we're out. And then discuss, you know, discuss, and, but don't skip, you know, don't skip that last line of point one. An extension given unforeseen delays involving other collegiate athletic conferences beyond our control. Well, there's only one of those friends, and that's our friends in San Raymond. Hang this thing up. We're out of here. You know, like that's that's George yes. Klyovkov and the and the Pac-12. And so, I, I don't know. Is this San Diego State being just totally incompetent? Somehow, I don't believe that. No. Or were they? Given promises and assurances that, that the Pac-12 couldn't it fulfill. It had to be. I, I mean, I can't believe that San Diego State wants to be in this position. Had to be. I mean, I can't believe that that, that San Diego State was like, yeah, man, uh, hey, so, uh, hey, J.D., hey, uh, Adela, 
Yeah, so uh, on Monday, we're going to wake up and, you know, we're going to ink a letter that basically says we intend to leave the conference and everything's cool. But then five minutes after we send that letter where we copied all the presidents in the conference on it, we're going to send an email and say, yeah, yeah, you know, no, that, that was that wasn't we weren't telling you we were leaving. No. We just wanted to see what the lease said. That's whoa, all. Whoa. What do you Dude, mean? We're, we're not don't breaking go and up. get the U-Haul, bro. Whoa. We're not ready. Whoa. We're in pod phase, not U-Haul phase. Dude. We need a box to slowly put our whoa. stuff in. Just chill. We can fix this. Let's let's just have some makeup sex and I'll order a pizza. We'll work it out. Yes. You know, like I'm a man. That that's it feels so childish. Yes. And I just don't believe that San Diego State operates like and that. And I guarantee you one day it'll come out as to what exactly happened. No, oh, that day won't be soon. I don't think there's any doubt about that. But one day it'll come out. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I don't think that in any way, shape or form do I believe that San Diego State is this naive, this incompetent. I just <laughs> I don't believe it. It is I have never known. San Diego State to be anything but top class in business. I've never, I, I don't believe that they are now. I just simply think that this was one of those situations where San Diego State got in bed with somebody that essentially couldn't perform. You're, you're in a situation where I have to believe that George Klyovkov and his, because he has a team of people that work around him, were assuring Delatore, hey, we're, this is done. We're delivering this. And they couldn't deliver it. And they couldn't get a TV deal. And I think this also goes back to John Canzano's little mm. bomb a couple of weeks ago about mm. grant of rights is done. Me? Off, awfully similar in time. Awfully similar in messaging. Right? Like, hey, John Canzano says the grant of rights is done. President Robbins, Bobby Robbins, down in Tucson, Arizona, says never heard of it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, San Diego State's writing letters of withdrawal and then saying they never did that, even though we know they did because they mm. did. And they say they didn't, but they, of course they did. Like, I think this Pac-12 thing where they're out trying to scheme and trying to maneuver, you got to get a grant of rights done. Yeah. And it, I, I, just, I don't know, man. It's the I, beginning and the end. I mean, until you have a grant of rights, there's no sense in writing yeah. letters or talking about that you're going to go somewhere or, or any of that. And I, and, I, and I think that's kind of why I look at some of these other conferences and I'm like, yeah, dude, have you noticed how some of the other conferences have kind of handled their business as far as like <laughs> Texas and Oklahoma yes. leaving or, you know, whatever example you want to use. I mean, again, we've never seen anything like this, mainly because nobody's ever been this stupid with all due respect. I mean, yeah. I'm not out here trying to hate on San Diego State, but they're not really giving me too much of a choice because I'm not going to buy in. Again, Glenn, I love you, bro, and I'm not trying to make it personal, but I'm not buying into that. I, I, I think it's a, a, a long stretch, a yes. reach. Uh, I, I mean, I even agree. Calling it a conspiracy theory is not far off. I mean, to sit here and it be like... It feels like it. Yeah, I mean, to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, th this was the plan the whole time. They're going to write this letter, then they're going to have to rescind it, and then, you know, the Pac-12 isn't going to have a grant of rights or, a you know, uh, they're not going to have a media deal which leads to a grant of rights until, what, today's July 5th? I mean, what, are we going to wait till the 21st? Like, like what are we doing? Yeah, and I, I don't... I just can't... I, I just don't see it as a conspiracy. The answer is I don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I really don't. Um... All right, a couple more of your comments here. Uh, Meat Rocket 304 says, no Morgantown on the wraps, so sad. 
Is there really no Morgantown? No, anymore? it's on here somewhere. I don't know if it's in the shop. I'm pretty sure it is. It's probably not in the shop, but I, I, I'm pretty I, sure. I remember talking about putting Morgan Dunn on the wrap. Yeah, we we talked about Morgantown. Norman's on the Norman's wrap. Norman's on the wrap like 11 times. Starkville, Boulder's on the wrap. Boulder, Clemson, you know. you know. Miami, New York, Dallas, Los Angeles, Seabus. You know, like, I mean, Iowa City. How did Iowa City make it in... Morgantown did not. Athens made it. Athens made Oxford. Oxford made it. Yeah. You know. You know. I mean, Sorry. I know RSL didn't make it, but. It's uh, Real Salt Lake, <laughs> please. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Uh, let's see. Harry Austin uh, says, my question, this is the second time San Diego State have looked outside the Mountain West. Thank you. Uh, at what point does the Mountain West say enough, or does the Mountain West just accept every 10 years that San Diego State's outside uh, the looks outside the marriage. Um, well, you know, listen, honey, you've gained a little weight. Honey, honey. You know, um, things are sagging and bagging. And Fat. I got to tell you, George Klyovkov's been working out. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. I, uh, no. No. I knew you were going to do that. No. George is in no. Bu- no. Here is, I am. No, George. But you're not wrong. Um, let's see. J-Rod says, no Stillwater makes me sad. It's uh, Stillwater's absolutely on this okay, wall. Okay, listen, listen. Hold on, hold on. You don't get to roll into the comments section and be like, yeah, how could you guys not put uh, you know, Stillwater Stillwater's on, on the wall. It is on the wall. It's yeah. on the wall for sure. I mean, next time we rewrap the wall in like 10 years, we'll, we'll put it to a vote. And all of you guys can put in your cities and we'll figure it out. How about that? Lawrence says, you guys are being ridiculous. Lawrence is on the wall. You don't have Pullman. San Diego, uh, San Diego made the rap. They did. Yes, yeah. they did. Yeah. Uh, Shybone says, I have an open marriage. Wow. Okay. But I mean, nah. let me tell you, know, you what nah. they, that's fine. You know, you know, uh, friends of the program texted me. The look is so much better. Lighting, cameras, rap, all looking great. What about the sound? That. Does it sound different? Yeah, does it sound any different? It should acoustically like a, sound better. Acoustically, it's completely different. Acoustically speaking. Yes, a, from an acoustic perspective. Yeah, you know. You know. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, please go get a sheet of paper, write Ames on it, and tape it up there over <laughs> Iowa City. <laughs> Ames is right fucking here. A- Where's Ames? Is right here somewhere. No, the point is not that Ames is not on the wall. He's the one, He wants a certain city covered. Yes, because Ames, a- Ames is Iowa State. Iowa I, City I, is the Hawks. Yeah. Go Hawks. Yeah. Uh, Jedi Master, Mountain West should see you uh, say see you to San Diego State. I, and I, I just think at some point, and people are trying to vilify uh, Commissioner Navarez, and I say to hell with that. Yeah. I think she has done, and her board has done, the exact right thing here. Play hardball. You want out? Okay, cool. What position have you been put cool. in? Cool. Is, is the neighbor girl hotter? Okay, great. Go for it. But I'm not going to be waiting here. Me and the kids are out, right? Like, I'm not going to be sitting around waiting for you. I'm not going to be pining over San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Because, by the way, they also have bigger fish to fry, man. They got to go, go and get theirs. Yeah. You know. Mike Rochburn says, hashtag team stand. Bro. It's a good man. It's a good man. Um, Maury Monty is the way Alvarez. Where is Salt Lake City and Provo? Both are on the wall. Both are on the wall. So, you know, they're, they're, I, they, it's a guarantee. Uh, Tom says, San Diego State, I heard the pack thinks you're cute. 
San Diego State. Mountain West, I'd like to see other people. Mountain West, get the fuck out. Pack. I just want to be friends, San Diego State. San Diego State. See what I what I had said, what I meant. No, Gloria. What, see what I had said was. Oh, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> it is a really good dating analogy. It is. Right? Like it is a really it good is. got caught cheating analogy. Uh, Jeremiah uh, Champion says, people getting offended over the wall, the USA is pretty big. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, let's see. Uh, brass balls. Yeah, I don't see any Utah cities either. Huh? Salt Lake is on here. Let's go somewhere. It's just too high up. One. And Ames is right fucking there. <laughs> Settle down, Iowa. <laughs> Ames is right. Th- I could, oh, I- sure. Of, co- of course I understand why people are upset. Yeah. Where is he? Lawrence is right here outside of the camera. Angle. I mean, we can put a GoPro up in the corner of the still wall. Waters, still to. water is right here. Yeah, they just can't see it, so it doesn't count. That's the problem for we, them. We, need, we probably they need don't a, believe us. We need a floor camera that's got, like, the floor level. Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Damn. Saul Goodman says, Team Lean and Ranch. That's my guy. That's my guy right there. You know. Uh, MJ Bissett says, where is our $34 million? Uh, Dude, seriously, Spangler, I could I c- could four n- count four Normans. Graphic designer was obviously a Sooner <laughs> fan. All gas, no brake. I actually kind of said that. Uh, Cougar tracks, no Logan. Logan did not make the wall. Salt Lake City and Provo made the wall. Uh, Jedi Master, the only place that matters is Norman. <laughs> Raider Mark says need a zoom out. Oh God, do I even attempt bro, this? Are you gonna zoom out, should bro? I, should like, I zoom what are we, out, bro? You're gonna zoom out. Do I zoom out? Whoa. Whoa, bro. Bro. That's as far as it zooms out. Yeah, I can't zoom out anymore, I don't think, can you? No, that's it right there. There's the clarity. Part. I mean, that rap is crispy, dude. I, you that know, is. That, that, that rap is slick. That is. Stark, see, Starkville is up there in the top corner. Norman, Houston, Madison. Yeah, Norman did get a lot of love. Fort Worth, Athens, Houston, Oxford, Clemson. Yeah, the graphic designer was like, say less. Yeah. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, there you go. Uh, the Monty Show, as always, uh, powered by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. Just finished a Bucked Up Miami. As usual, it was amazing. Bomb. Uh, although I shot a 99. Yeah, you didn't, you slash we didn't play golf. We hit balls. A 90. I had the best round on Sunday and the worst round on Tuesday. Because it's garbage. And actually, no, Sunday, 85, Monday, 81, Tuesday, 99. Because it's garbage. 99. But I will say this, I had a ton of energy on the back because I had a buckshot and a Miami (laughs) driving up. So I I was lit. I felt really good. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing I really like about uh, Bucked Up products. So we golfed yesterday, came home around noon. Uh, We were up at Canyons in Park City, came home around noon, um, turned on the Traeger smoker, banged out some ribs, wings, kebabs, um, all that time. Like, I felt great. Felt great. It's long-lasting. This is what I really like about Bucked Up. Long-lasting energy you can count on. And it gives you a mental lift so you can think better, hung out with the neighbors on the 4th of July. Like, the whole thing was amazing. And it was all made uh, possible, by the way, by Bucked Up. Because, dude, it was not cool over the weekend. No. It was warm up in Park City when we were golfing. And I'm telling you, 
The Buckshot, which is in the description below, go get it. You get a six-pack of Buckshot sent right to your front door so you can uh, try all the different flavors. I'm a watermelon guy, but the other thing, what did I have for breakfast today? Didn't get hun hungry until about 11.30. Had a uh, Buck Bar at 7 and felt great all day. They're just good products, and they're all free samples in the description below. Go check it out. They'll send it right to your front door for no cost. At Bucked Up, you know that you are getting absolutely reliable energy and nutrition because they use quality ingredients at Bucked Up. And listen, if you need collagen peptides, uh, I just restocked on my Bucked Up protein powder, which I am using. I crossed the 35 pounds loss threshold over the weekend. Do you even lift? And I'm telling you, I, I give a lot of credit to Mrs. Monty for her cooking and Bucked Up. Uh, because I use their protein powder, I use their collagen peptides, I use their buckshot, I use their their energy drinks. Hook it up, buckedup.com, use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase at checkout. Let's run through some comments here because you guys have really been banging today. I really appreciate that. Uh, Brandon Butler said, came to the prom with Salt Lake City, left with Norman apparently, but hey, we all got to come out sometime. Hey, man. Wow. Uh, Blue Maple, no Canadian cities. Well, what do you want, dude? I mean, uh, I mean. Dude, do you understand, Blue Maple, that on this show, one of the most infamous moments of the year was me singing Oh Canada during the NHL playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> do you know how many times I've sang Oh Canada on this show and gotten my balls broken for it? Yeah. But hey, I'm telling you, man, Oh, oh Canada. True North, strong and free? Yeah. Hell yes. So I said, yeah. One of the greatest anthems on earth. Uh, Shybone, Iowa City blows. They need the money. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's cold, bro. Uh, Salamini, uh, where is San Luis Obispo, Saskatchewan, and Santa Fe? We left out the S's all together. Um, you know, read that one already. All right, Jeff Woodworth. Which of those towns on the wall has the best truck stop? Exactly. <laughs> you know? It's time for a road trip. <laughs> you know. All the flying J's. Provo Cougar fan, what happened to Honolulu in Anchorage? Well, I'm going to Honolulu in November. In Anchorage, I, you know. Is Anchorage on Arizona time or Pacific? <laughs> exactly. It's on Russian time. I don't know. It's fair. What's up? It's fair. Monty uh, must be colorblind like me. Do, uh, don't tell about the black and white fam bam. Don't. Tell about the black and white. I'm lost. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Black and white. Well, I mean, not that. Those, those are the colors that pop on the. Okay, uh, Troy W. More Norman. Holy hell, there was a <laughs> lot of Norman on the wall. I, I, I hadn't noticed that until people started pointing it out. And I have to say, there is a lot of Norman on the wall. Yeah, huh? you can see one, one, two, you know, at least. Two. Um, there's the, you know, uh, Mike Rayner. Says, hey, give a shout out to Ricky Fowler. Huge hey. win. My guy. My guy, Getting Ricky. Back. Although I will say, I will never golf in orange again. I wore my orange Chicago Bears hat yesterday, shot Dreadful. a 99, threw that thing off the mountain into the lake. Dreadful. You know. Um, Capazzo says, flats with blue. Tasty. No, 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 no. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. That's no. not good. Um, let's see. Bucked up is not on the wall. They are not. Hey, but if you if you want to sponsor the listen, man, if you want to sponsor the studio, you can be on the wall too. Just yep. you know, yep. 
you know, yep. let us know. Harry Austin, the answer is, does it have uh, a Buckeyes? No, but it does have Seabus, which is one of the biggest ones, you know. Uh, <laughs> Derek Roche, no Tahitian cities? Bro. Nope. Please. Nope. nope. Sorry, man. The, yeah, uh, yeah, we ran the, out of space, bro. The, sorry, bro. The Australians were, you know. Yeah, sorry, dude. Uh, LB Seminole, no German translation for San Diego. I mean, we you weren't know. gonna, dude. We weren't gonna write w- the word "whale's vagina" on our backdrop. I mean, we can't do that. Now, if if you're actually invested in the showgram and you watch our shorts, <laughs> you would have known that the whale's vagina reference has been made once today. It has. Uh, Gabriel, what's up, dude? When I see the San Diego news on Sports Center, I immediately thought of you guys. Reaction? Oh, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate that. Uh, Oklahoma State golfers won the PGA and live events this weekend, Todd James Whatever. says. Let's go. Yeah, Oki State Okie has State. a serious golf program. Uh, Tanner, Monty, if you put on an Eagles hat, you'll become the best golfer in the history of the game. Dude, my blue Bears hat, I always shoot well when I wear my blue Bears hat. It, yeah. I mean, it could have nothing with the fact that my golf swing sucks, <laughs> but it's the blue hat that straightens. And stuff. You know. Uh, Delaric, Monty has two Normans behind him and Jake has two. I do? You have two Normans? Well, there's oh, right yes, there. right by your shoulder and by your head. Bro, all the Normans. Holy crap. I didn't even see that. I see one Norman above me. Oh, there's two above you. Right there. Right, Literally right above your head. In the big bowl. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude. Is this the dagger? Might have to redo it. And we're not going to tell you guys we're going to redo it. Uh, Salamini, was it a hat with a C or a B on it? The script B. The orange hat uh, with the script letter why. B. That's why. Why? Because, man, got to represent the city. Right, but the blue hat has an orange B on it. Yeah. And everybody loves it. Yeah. Uh, two Mastas, where on earth is Norman San Diego? I've, I don't. <laughs> I believe it's on the east coast of Florida, but I, I could be wrong. You know. Uh, the Big Lubbock, San Diego is on there twice, right above Jake's head. Yeah, it is. It is. It yeah. is. That's right. Uh, Oklahoma State is known for their amazing golf grass. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Tuscaloosa is on the wall. You probably just can't see it, but it is. Uh, Blue Maple, Monty does not know about Buckeyes. Buckies? I don't. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't. Uh, Saul Goodman says Nick Saban. Yeah. Yep. Okay, we'll just, you know. Nick Saban is a better man than you are. <laughs> to which Truck Stop Gumby says, Norman's a better city than you are. <laughs> Nick Saban. Ah, I can't wait for Hawaii to join the Pac-12. Give the much-needed time zone they need. They need to add a, you know. Um, are you guys covering ESPN's mass layoffs today? We talked about it on Friday mm-hmm. um, on the show. But you know what? I, I think it is... The hard part for me is, A, obviously, you guys know I used to work there. Um, I know a lot of the people involved in that. And I know people who have been tremendously impacted. And the hard part for me about these layoffs is I think people look at ESPN layoffs and they're celebrating and ESPN sucks. And I think what you guys forget is there are people whose livelihoods, whose careers, whose money, whose were greatly impacted on Friday. And it's not something, and I'm not trying to be like Danny Downer or anything, but it's, you know, to me, it's not something you joke about. Mm-hmm. It, it I, that's why I don't, I don't necessarily get passionate about it. Right, right. Like I don't get, 
you know, I don't get, I don't, I don't make light of it, is what I will say. Matt Ritson gives us two dollars to say, forgot Yuba City near San, Sacramento. My good friend Jay Johnson played baseball up at Yuba City. Can never forget Yuba City, you know. Yeah. Ever and stuff. Uh, Carson, how does George Klyovkov still have a job? Sad. Well. We've talked about this as well, though. I don't necessarily think the Pac-12 is a George Klyovkov problem. I think the Pac-12, whoever took this job, it was a problem. Because I think Larry Scott created such an arrogant, deep hole for this conference that they're having issues. That's why coming up here in about 10 minutes, we're going to tell you of one TV distribution company who's out altogether on the Pac-12. But... I think Larry Scott's the problem, and Larry Scott's gone, but whether it's the Comcast money, whether it is the officiating legacy, whether it is you know the San Francisco rent and moving out of San Francisco, it almost doesn't matter. The issues that came to be in this conference, George Klyovkov, Jesus Christ himself, were not going to fix the issues in the Pac-12 because they're so deep, and I think part of the problem with the Pac-12, survive or not, the incompetence of Larry Scott is driven into this conference, woven into the fabric of this conference so deeply that I think you'd have to rewrite every single policy and every single modus operandi of the Pac-12 just to rid yourself of the stank of Larry Scott. And that doesn't even go to the point that the issues you have, the relationships you broke, the bridges that were burned, the embarrassment that you are in college athletics, like it is the, the idea that the Pac-12 was ever going to be the greatest conference in college athletics. Do you understand what, what an arrogant, ridiculous statement that is? Mm-hmm. Do you understand that you know, when you're talking about you know, shopping in the Big 12, those are the mistakes that George Klyovkov made. After the envelope calculations. But he did not make this TV deal mistake. This media rights deal, while he has struggled to bring it home, there is no doubt about that. Do not ever forget the fact that this conference has never been on DirecTV with its own channel. Facts. Never. It's, it is never had reach or mass distribution. Never. Let that sink in. That the the Pac-12, as you know it today, has never, with the USC's and the Oregon's and the Washington's and the UCLA basketballs and the Arizona basketballs, has never had mass reach, has never had mass distribution, has never been a, a, a wholly functioning digital platform. They have always relied almost exclusively on ESPN. Let that sink in and understand that George Klyovkov, well, I don't think he's done a great job. And by the way, am I the only one who still wonders, did somebody cut that guy's tongue out? Because we, in all seriousness, yeah. Jake, when is the last time we heard from George Klyovkov? Media days, last year. Bask- I believe you're right. I, I, think, I think it may well be yeah. Pac-12 basketball media day. Yeah, and the last time we heard from the conference was a statement they put out, I believe it was 11 months ago. Official in an official capacity. Dude. If memory serves, it might be a little sooner than that, but we haven't heard from... Can you from, believe that? Yeah, I mean, we haven't heard from the conference in ages, and, and I think that, it, in my Man. opinion, that's a bit of a mistake. I mean, even even if you don't have a, a, a deal to report, 
I do think that you have a responsibility as a commissioner, and this is kind of where maybe, I don't know if we part ways or not, but I do think as a commissioner, he's done a poor job controlling the narrative. The problem with that take, though, is that the presidents seemingly have not allowed him to talk to the media. So it's like, yeah, you're wearing the commissioner, you know, uh, title on your name badge, but you're not allowed to be a commissioner, essentially. You're just the guy that gets on the phone with ESPN and get your bag slapped repeatedly for a year. And then you take that crappy news back to, you know, Kirk Schultz and the in the board and they take it to their conference. I mean, yep. that's that's the unfortunate reality for George Klyavkov. And yeah, is it all his fault? No, but could how do you he, fix it? Well, I think you fix it by being more savvy as a conference. I mean, that's also the the bigger issue at play is I really do believe that 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 it could very well be and, and again, I'm not saying the conference is dying. But I do believe that that choice by the presidents in the Pac-12 to not merge with the Big 12 and form a super conference and get the TV money with it, I do believe that could be a death knell one day for the Pac-12. Because I don't see, dude, I don't see the Big 12 dying anytime soon. I, I think the Big 12's got another 20 years easy. No problem, right? Because they've got strong TV relationships now, really savvy operator and Brett Yormark. Like, presidents are good. Like, you're in a great place, but the Pac-12 is just, they're not savvy. Like, it's one thing to be in a really bad spot, but like, hey, you're really savvy. You know what you're doing. Right. You, you've got your shovel out. It's another thing to be on a on a, on a a tanker ship with, with, you know, a massive hole in your hole and sinking. <laughs> like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. we know what this is. No, you're right. Uh, we also know that Jerry Davis is a new member. Let's go. Let's go, baby. Strong start nice to the job. program. Appreciate you, Jerry. You guys hit the membership button, the join button below. You can join for as little as $1.99 a month to support the program. You can also go all the way up to $9.99 a month. That'll get you into our exclusive group on Instagram. Uh, always appreciate your support. It's things like new wraps. It's things like new lights. It's things like all the infrastructure on the show is paid for by our members. So we really appreciate you guys. And we want you to know how much we value you and how much we appreciate you. Uh, I think we have talked about this openly on the show. Here we are on the 5th of July. June was the single biggest month this show's ever had. Um, our NBA content has never had a bigger month than it had last month. Um, we really appreciate that. Obviously, all of our college football stuff has been strong for months and months now, thanks to the incompetence of the Pac-12. I mean, the situation surrounding the Pac-12. Um. Uh, we appreciate everything that you guys do and the fact you watch the show, so thank you very much for that. Uh, Michael Wall gives us $20 to say, if you're going to stir the pot, fellas, then do it right, damn it. It's not adultery or cheating or prostitution if it's porn. This message brought to you by BYU, LDS, San Diego State, and the Pac-12-10, LOL. The rap is badass. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's pornography. It's not. Dude, it's, don't it's, shake you. Listen. You have to whisper. It's porn, bro. It's not in. Yeah. Well, um, I'm not sure who's at the door, but look. God. God. <laughs> in God's name, image, and likeness. It's not, God, listen, please. It's, pornography is not cheating. God. And that's how I look at it. Okay. <laughs> Thank you Amen. for that. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Uh, uh, Tom Dean's suggestion, you guys should pay an intern to put together a highlight compilation of each week for the release on Saturday. We should. Do you know any people who do The guy who does our video, he doesn't have time. Um, 
Brass Ball says Jesus Christ walked on water, but he wouldn't be able to get the Pac-12 immediate deal. Blasphemy. God bless. I mean, now listen, Jesus is, I know he's the son of a Jewish carpenter. And listen, man. Whatever. But the the angels and, you know, Satan, he's, Satan's been doing, getting his cardio in, man. He's in much better shape these days. You're not wrong, man. (laughs) Okay. Um, so what, George is going to hell now? I don't, I don't know the answer. To Heck, this thing up! We're out of here! No, I don't know the answer to that question. Uh, truck Stop Gumby, a sub with two holes? Exi- oh. That's right, that's right. You know. Uh, uh, Jim Choi, Klyovkov can't sell the Pac-10. Don't disagree with that. Derek Roche, the Super 2 in the Big 12 will become the main conferences. But that statement by... I believe it was George Klyovkov talking about how this was going to be, you know, the single best they're going to catch. I believe he said something like, hey, we're going to catch the the Big Ten and the, the SEC in revenue. Just to, to make that statement, to say that out loud, when, first of all, even as, a, as one of the most ardent Pac-12 supporters, I, I know that's a complete line of bullshit. Like Lie detector test determined dude, that was a lie. Seriously, Maury. Like, the, the Pac-12, you're not getting to half in this contract. Will, in this, when they sign a, a deal, and I think they will, do you believe in any way, shape, or form they get to $50 million a year per team? There's no chance. No. No, you're not getting to you're not getting to a quarter. You're not getting to I don't believe they'll get to 25 million. Right? Because our sources over the weekend told us that Ion TV and Script Sports are still not in and have not been. And I will say that I haven't spoken to the people at Script Sports about it and I'm trying to do that, but I think Brian Lawler was on this show and he point blank said, we are not currently having conversations with the Pac-12. Right. Bro, I mean, he I, it, the multiple times he's been on the show, he's yeah. unequivocally said, no, that's not the case. Yeah, he's been about as so, cut and dry with it as you can be. Yeah, and I think he's been pretty direct about it. But I will tell you that we have pretty good sources at the CW who don't want to talk about the Pac-12 right now are very much tight-lipped yeah is that an indicator they're working with the pac-12 very well could be yeah very well could be but the one thing i know is when when jim williams with forbes i believe was tweeting over the weekend that this was going to be a regional deal with linear and some stream i think i don't know how you don't have a deal that's linear and some stream Mm -hmm. right like i and i'm not saying that Jim's wrong or none of that. The guy's been in the business longer probably than I've been alive, for crying out loud. But of course this deal's going to have linear TV. Now, regionally, there's only one way that could happen, and I think that's with the CW. Yeah. That's really, if, you, if you're if you talking about a, a regional deal for the Pac-12, I think the only way that happens is, is through the CW because we've talked to people at ESPN. ESPN is not in a position to delve their content regionally right like they're not going to cut off an sec game to show ucla right they're they're not doing that yeah or you know in this case because ucla is going to the big 10 they're not going to cut off alabama to show san diego state 
who I still maintain gets into the Pac-12. No, right? I'm not, not doing, doing that. They're not doing that. So I think if we're talking about regional deals, the only answer there, Jake, could be the CW, but I, I, do, I just don't see how the CW puts up the money to do that. Yeah, I mean, again, it's, 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 this, it's this same old question. Just how little is the Pac-12 and its presidents willing to take? Because that ultimately is the conundrum. I mean, again, yes. we're, not, we're not talking about, oh, man, like all these people are competing for our media rights, and holy cow. How, do like, we, how are we like, ever going to make a choice? I mean, man, we're like ESP, <laughs> like ESPN, for example. Oh, my God, we're ESPN. Dude, do we have enough program uh, bandwidth uh, to take me, on? It's, uh, it's program, please. Uh, excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, do You're we welcome. have enough program bandwidth to... Uh, put on uh, Tulsa versus uh, Wachahatchee State today, like, that's not the Pac-12's position. The Pac-12's position <sighs> is very simply, all right, we're running out of time here. We just piped San Diego State into the ground. Uh, we might want to figure this thing out. Like, dude, you know. Better send those refunds. Yeah, no kidding. I, I, I have to believe, and again, here we are on the 5th of July, which I still can't it just believe. Keeps going, baby. Hey, I can't believe the fifth of July, the fourth of July is gone. I mean, a, a week from now, we'll be in Dallas at, at Big Twelve Media Days, broadcasting live. Thanks to our friends at BladeHQ.com, which I'm really looking forward to. Like, I, I just can't believe that here we are on the fifth of July, a week from Big Twelve Football Media Days, and we still don't have a Pac-12 TV deal. Yeah. We still don't have a Pac-12 media rights deal. We still don't have a Pac-12 grant of rights. Yeah. And it's just, maybe I I sound dumb saying it, but I'm really surprised that here we are on the 5th of July. Yeah. And we don't have positive momentum in the Mm Pac-12. And we keep hearing that it's coming, and we keep hearing that it's going to happen, and we keep hearing that it's close. And, you know, we got tweets about regional TV deals, and that's all well and good. But the CW straight up declined to pay the $40 million a year asking price. And they straight up declined. We've talked about this on the show. This is not breaking news. They refused to put Pac-12 sports on their national hub stations, their Mm O&Os, their WGNs, their WORs, their core-owned group of stations nationally. They were only offering the Pac-12, as we have previously reported on the show, They were offering them stations and affiliates west of the Rockies, period. That's it. They were never getting New York, Chicago, Florida, Texas. They were never getting that. And so now all of a sudden we're getting, you know, tweets over the weekend saying that it's going to be a a linear stream regional TV combination. Well, that's great. But at what point do we say, okay, well, we know that we need to understand when are you going to announce this deal? Yeah. Because if we get to Big 12 Media Days in Dallas next week and there is no Pac-12 Media Day or, excuse me, no Pac-12 Media Deal, do you know how difficult that's going to be for the Pac-12? That the entire country will be focused on Big 12 athletics, not just football, Big 12 athletics. And then you're going to have all of these head coaches and All of these players doing live interviews, just continuing to push the Big 12 further and further beyond the Pac-12 with every word they speak. Mm -hmm. Because the Pac-12 hasn't had positive news in months. 
They haven't had Mexico City. They haven't had a new commercial director. They haven't had Rucker Park. They haven't had NFL Pro Day. They haven't had Kansas City. Yeah. They, none of this. And it's a conference. And I know, again, you're going to tell me I sound dumb. Great. It's a conference that deserves better. These institutions are legendary athletic institutions. And then you throw in like category leading educational institutions of higher learning and you can't sell that that's that's the thing that's amazing and it's been according to dennis dodd who retweeted the pac-12 last year one year today it's the one year anniversary of their tweet saying hey we're going out to market early brett yormark didn't even get hired until august 1st last year <coughs> and since then, all he's done is put his hokas on and run away from everybody. <laughs> that right? I mean, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're you're spot on, man. And and here we are, a year down the road, no deal. And now you're let's say you announce a deal before the twenty first. Are you gonna are you gonna do that before? Within a week from now. Is there anybody here who thinks they're gonna have in the Pac twelve announce their media rights deal? So they will have uh, gotten their grant of rights. Yeah. 10 teams, 10 universities will have signed it. And then they will have announced it. Somehow, I, I can't believe that. Yeah. Because if you'd have done that, I think you would have done that before the weekend. So that everybody would have spent all weekend celebrating your new TV deal. Mm-hmm. Long four-day weekend all across the country. Most people did not work Monday. Four big days to celebrate the Pac-12's TV deal. And they didn't do it. So I, 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 as we reported Friday, they're still trying to figure out their grant of rights because we've been told repeatedly they know the deal. Well, and I think the other problem here is that, you know, schools like Washington and Oregon and Utah to a lesser extent have, have you know, for lack of a better term, terminology, like have all the other schools over a barrel. And really have the conference over a barrel because it's like, hey, dude, these are our terms. We're not, we're not ta- like with San Diego State as an example, but this would apply to any other lower, lower tier Pac-12 team that's already in the conference. We're not taking less so Oregon State can get more. We're not taking less so Stanford can get more, right? Like, so that's the fight. And it's like, oh, okay, so, so you're going to fight us on this? All right, cool. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and pack everything up and, you know, we'll go ahead and uh, get on to the Big Ten. Like, that's the problem. But the other interesting thing was this. Did you guys see this interview that Brett Yormark did with the Dallas Morning News? And I want to put this up here because I think this quote right here from, again, this is Brett Yormark exclusively, which means he only talked to the Dallas Morning News for this story. He said, quote, we want to be in all four time zones. Okay, well, that on itself is not new, right? right. I think... We've all known that. Okay, we want to be in four time zones. And expansion is a big part of that. I would say that we have a plan for expansion. I've never mentioned one school that we want. He's never said, man, we really want Utah, Colorado, Arizona, Arizona State. He's never said, I want Gonzaga, 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 the Zags in the conference. He's never said that. He said, I like Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Right? But how much heat came out on Brett Yormark last week? 
when he was on BYU Sports Nation saying, well, 12 versus 14 and, you know, like the world stopped spinning on that. Yeah. But is is Brett Yormark wrong here? Because I, I we went back and looked for it, and I don't believe he's ever said, oh, I want Arizona in this conference. No. Oh, man, I got to have Coach Prime in this conference. Nope, he's too smart for that again. What's he, what's he always do? He says everything he needs to say without saying anything at all. Well, and then you look at the second quote, third paragraph. Everything we do from here on out is about value creation. If there's no value creation, I can't see us growing our TV deal in that next cycle, then why expand? Like, it, let that sink in. Bro, Brett, you need to stop asking pragmatic if, questions, bro. If I don't see value, yeah. why would we expand? Yeah. And notice he didn't, he didn't define value, which I, I'm totally fine with. But if you're George Klyovkov, how do you not read that statement and say to yourself, we got to get San Diego State in this conference because they bring reach. Mm-hmm. And I know it's crazy talk, and everybody calls me an asshole when I say it. The only thing that matters is reach. Does San Diego State expand the Pac-12's reach? Yes, absolutely. Don't care if they win football games they haven't. Don't care if they go to the, the, the NCAA basketball tourney final they have. Don't care. We need reach because reach equals money. Money. And that's what the Pac-12 and the Big 12, when he says, when he says, hey, uh, everything we do here is about value creation, he means putting more Hundies and Benjis in the ATM machine. Mm -hmm. Does it create more money? Does San Diego State for the the Pac-12 create more money? Yes. Here's the other question, though, and this is, God forbid I say this out loud because I understand you know, everybody's going to be like, oh, bro, you're all hat and no cattle. Does SMU bring more reach to the Pac-12? <laughs> and I'm being dead serious. Does SMU bring more reach to the Pac-12? And the answer is absolutely not. Because they're not giving you Dallas. We have put a ton of time and effort into this. And with all due respect, because I am not sliding SMU. You said SMU sucked and they're terrible. I'm not saying SMU sucks and they're terrible. Jake, SLC Jake on Twitter said that. <laughs> he didn't say that. What I'm saying no. is everybody's like, oh, seven and a half million views. That's reach. No, it's not. Because those people don't watch SMU football. They watch Little House on the Prairie. They watch John Wayne movies. Hey, guys. Before they watch SMU. Right. And after they watch Texas and Texas A&M and <coughs> TCU and Houston and by the way, again, I know I'm the asshole. That's fine. Texas Tech, who I still maintain is the number two team in, in Dallas. Mm-hmm. I still think it's Texas Tech, number two team in Dallas. Oh, Ex- no. oh, I know. I know. God hates me now. I get it. I get it, right? Ted Cruz wants me dead, which is, which is fine. It's fine. My point is. SMU doesn't bring you value to the Pac-12. It, it doesn't. Does Gonzaga bring you value to the Big 12? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. And so when we talk about, hey, does UConn football bring you value to the Big 12? It doesn't. Does it bring you a fourth time zone? It doesn't. 
Does it bring you exponentially more reach? It doesn't. Does UConn basketball? Yeah, it probably does. But to get basketball, what do you got to bring with you? Mm-hmm. Football. And you're going to have to pay for UConn football because they don't, they don't revenue generate on their out off-campus team. Go Pump get those numbers up. Those are rookie hey man, numbers in the racket. If you're going to get it, UConn, screw that. Go get South Florida. Go get South Florida because that's the one that you should be chasing. That's that ass you ought to be out there trolling for. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. That, that is... Be on the hunt. That's what I'm saying. Hey, don't forget that, uh, as I mentioned before, our coverage next week live from Dallas on Wednesday and Thursday is presented by our good friends at BladeHQ.com. You guys, just go to the website and check it out. You, but I warn you, you're going to buy stuff because BladeHQ has the best knives by the best knife makers, and they're not kidding around. Their 4th of July sale was unbelievable. I would tell you to go check it out. Uh, whether you need a, a, a knife, whether you need a folding knife, no matter what kind of blade you're looking for, they've got it. They've also got a great selection of outdoor gear. And the best part is they're a small local company that understands the value of each and every customer. So you get the highest level of service at bladehq.com, our presenting sponsor for Big 12 Football Media Days. BladeHQ.com. We'll see you in Dallas next uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Did we ever make a definitive decision? A definitive decision on whether or not we are going to um, go golf at the Dallas Cowboys. I think we decided not. We decided we're not going to do that. It's too much, bro. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought that's what we had decided on the showroom last week. But I mean, I'd really like to go, but I agree. I think it's, it's so much. It is a ton of money. And, and oh, look. See, Blade H, I'm terrible at my job. Maybe that's the new rap right there. You guys like the, What do you guys think? I'll take that down. That was, I downloaded the wrong graphic for our guys at BladeHQ.com. Dadgummit, I will get that fixed. On the Monty Show, presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Tell you every single day on this show that when you get in an accident, man, you didn't deserve that. And again, the hit and run part of car accidents is absolutely brutal. If you're involved in a hit and run, you should get to theadvocates.com. I was involved in a hit and run accident. My chiropractor recommended me to the advocates. They completely took care of everything. Now that my case has been settled, I feel like I can go back to my normal life, all thanks to the advocates. There you go, the advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business at the advocates. You know, the, the thing I always say is it does not cost you a penny. Uh, to work with the advocates. You never pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. That means you don't go into your pocket. You don't scratch them a check because there are no consultation fees. There are absolutely no retainers. In fact, you can go right now to theadvocates.com, utahadvocates.com, and chat with an injury attorney for free. Chat with a workman's comp attorney for free. It costs you absolutely nothing to work with the advocates because, again, you deserve the best in, in representation. When you've been hurt at work, you're thinking about, hey, am I ever going to get my job back? How am I going to pay my rent? How am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to put food on the table for my family? You shouldn't be thinking about that. You should be thinking about getting back to the very best version of yourself. You do that by going to The Advocates. Theadvocates.com present The Monty Show. Appreciate all of you being here. Please hit the like button. Uh, so far, we've had 2,700 views. We only have 122 likes. 
Those are rookie numbers. Let's get those numbers go. up. Let's pump those numbers up, I should say. Let's go. Um, if you're just tuning into the show, the biggest stories in sports today, I don't think there's any doubt about it, is this San Diego State slant. We will be doing NBA uh, coming up here in about 45 minutes, so if you're here for NBA, stick around for that. Loved all the NBA chat on Twitter over the weekend and in the comments section here on our YouTube channel. Uh, big updates coming on Damian Lillard. Certainly our comments on the Jordan Clarkson situation in the Jazz and how much they overpaid Jordan Clarkson. We'll talk about all that coming up in about 45 minutes. But uh, let's reset the San Diego State situation because I think it is a really interesting question today. With all of the spin that's been going on uh, with San Diego State and in the Pac-12, the very simple question I have for you in the comments section is, do you believe that San Diego State eventually ends up in the Pac-12? Because I have to tell you, I do. I believe wholeheartedly that San Diego State will end up in the Pac-12 in one form or fashion. Now, again, there was a lot of confusion over the weekend about, well, you know, hey, they're kicking off in August. We're not talking about this coming season. The grant of rights in the new deal for the Pac-12 expires in less than a year. July 1st of 2024 is the first day of the, the new grant of rights. So you have a little less than a year here, really, before you need to start you know, putting logos on fields and stuff. But having said that, I think San Diego State finds themselves in quite the unenviable position because, Jake, I think they, they made promises to the, the Mountain West they could not keep. I think they made promises based on what they were told by George Klyovkov and the folks at the Pac-12. And I think they found themselves in a really embarrassing situation. But I guess the question I have is, do you believe that this is mental chess? And do you believe that San Diego State eventually winds up in the Pac-12? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think it's a, it is a classic game of mental chess on some level. I mean, there, there's, there's all kinds of angles and strategies at play here. I mean, clearly... You know, one of the Pac-12's play, uh, plays or angles is that they're not going to allow George Klavkov to talk to the media. And they are going to allow their presidents to run their mouths to no end about what they think or uh, what they think will or will not happen. You know, that's one. Two, I think San Diego State, uh, yeah, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, they, they basically just passed the torch down to Gloria Navarro as the commissioner of the Mountain West. Basically, it feels like San Diego State was made a promise and given some assurances and told to do one thing, and then another thing happened, and now they're on the hook for 34 mil. And, yeah, sure, is it going to get worked out? Yeah, it's going to get worked out. But that's not really the point, is it? The point more is, hey, we, you know, we're sitting here on an island – uh, you know, with a, a, a exit fee just hanging over our head that we certainly cannot afford. We, we cannot absorb $34 million. That's not going to work for our budget or our program or any of that. So, yeah, I mean, it is mental chess, but I think ultimately, as usual with this topic, it is the Pac-12 not doing their job and not, and not getting this thing across the line. And that's why I say... When you have all these people tweeting about, oh, it's going to be a regional deal, or it's going to be a national deal, or it's going to be this, or it's going to be that, and it's like, dude, they have they have some options. I mean, obviously, you you have a structure you'd like to put together for your TV deal, but I think the tough thing is is that you don't have good revenue attached to this deal. It would be one thing if you were being told, hey, yeah, you know, it's fifty mil a year per school, but you're going to be on Apple TV. And so that's going to limit, obviously, you know, your exposure and you're not going to be on linear, but it's 50 mil a year per school and you guys can really use the money. That would be one thing, but that's not even what we're talking about. 
we're talking about maybe at most by everyone's reporting 25 million a year at most it could be significantly less and so when you're dealing in that money value and mm. you're not getting great linear options yeah. I, I don't understand what like i don't know where you go from there and that's why i say if you're san diego state you got torched here your mistake if you're san diego state was trusting anything you got from that conference and, and again it's obviously not come out as to what exactly happened but i have to think that there were conversations between the commissioner and san diego state george uh, in the com in, uh, in san diego state had to be had to be had to be back channel you know conversations that i'm sure were written down on the back of an envelope uh you know but i it's, back to the envelope calculations you. uh you know i think that's what happened here and i think sadly now we get into spin control and i think when you look at the look at some of the comments that are coming in um yeah i absolutely i absolutely agree that that George Klyovkov and, and San Diego State had to had to have conversations behind the back. You know, like it is it that to me is crazy. JM says exit fee balance down to nine million after the Mountain West withheld six million. Well, no, it would be eleven million because it's a seventeen million dollar fee, but I know what you mean. We talked about this earlier. I, I don't even think that matters because I the issue for San Diego State is that's money now that you're never going to realize. Because I do believe that they end up in the Pac-12. I, I do believe that. And I think when you see that kind of money and, and you recognize that you're not going to make that kind of money, that's a huge loss for a program like San Diego State. I think that that, that is a small budget program. I think asking for a payment plan probably illustrates that better than any other way that I could. And I think when you withhold $6 million from San Diego State, Dude, that's a kick in the nuts. There's no way to get around that. That's that is that's hard, man, because they are not a big athletic program. And I, I think the debt load that they're carrying with Snapdragon Stadium, I think some of the other initiatives they have going on in that conference, the fact that they don't win a lot of football games of value, and now the fact that they're leaving the conference without the basketball money that they made, and you're going to withhold $6 million that they're never going to get. Yep. Dude, that's that's a rough way to live your life if you are a Mountain West University. Well, and I think you're trending close to the situation Cal found themselves in after they did all their facility renovations and then people yes. simply didn't show up for football games. And I think that's that's kind of the thing. I mean, again, when you're dealing in what essentially is a deficit at this point until this until this exit fee gets resolved, I mean, that's a big problem. And, huge. And, and I think that's why the Washington State situation is such a problem because there's no reason for them to be in you know all that that like I, I i just think that you know again obviously you know money is what stirs the drink in college athletics and and i think that the 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 issue is is that uh, as usual it's the haves and it's the have-nots yes. and the pac-12 unfortunately is in my opinion suffering from their own choices i'm not calling the pac-12 or the pac-10 a victim i'm not larry scott you allowed that dude to pipe you repeatedly. And yeah, you I don't think nothing there's about an, it, dude. I think it's not about victimhood anymore. Now you have got to react and reset because if you do not react and reset, you're dead in the water. Yeah, and maybe they are dead in the water already. I choose not to believe that because of the things that we hear on a regular basis. That I don't believe that that the Pac-12 is dead. Yeah. I I just don't. I think the Pac-12 is struggling. I think the, that uh, there's probably holy a quarter, 25% of these these 10 teams 
that are struggling financially. Waves in opposition. And I think you can put Cal there. I think you can put certainly Washington State there. I mean, you, you have a, a group of schools that are struggling financially because they're not making money. Yeah. And they're not making the money they thought they were going to make because they're now not getting paid what they were supposed to get paid because of the Comcast deal. I, I just, this whole thing has been so mismanaged that the problem, it, 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 and the right way to say it is not to, to be a jerk about it even, but the problem's not the problem. Your reaction to the problem, now that's the problem in the Pac-12. Yes. I mean, that, that is as, as simple as I, as I can say it. Yeah. Hero75 gives us $5 to say if the PAC broke a promise to San Diego, it must make every school president think about if the commissioner is lying to them about the media deal. I don't think the PAC-12 broke a promise. I think George Klyovkov probably did what a lot of people do, over-promise and under-delivered. Mm-hmm. And in sales, that's about the worst thing you can do is over-promise and under-deliver. You just can't do it. And I think when you look at whether you're selling tires or you are selling chicken sandwiches at Super Chicks, you better under-promise and over-deliver. And really over-promise and then over-deliver the over-promise. I mean, that's the best way to live your life. Yeah. But the Pac-12 doesn't have the value to over-deliver right now. They don't have the ability to over-deliver. And it's funny, we were talking to a source of ours at Utah today, and you know, the, this idea that Utah is just indifferent and they're just kind of riding the current, is it couldn't be further from the truth. Our sources told us today that Utah continues to be proactive behind the scenes and that Utah is working to further conversations and keep conversation flows going. Like Utah is trying in earnest to build relationships and strengthen the relationships it builds. And I think it shows you the extent that some of these institutions in the Pac-12 are willing to go through and go to to keep this conference together. And yeah. I think I think Utah, I don't know what you think, but I mean, we, we were talking about this earlier yeah. when, we, when we were done with that conversation, but I feel like Utah is one of the most invested schools in the, 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 the Pac-12. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, from an athletic standpoint, Utah has been dominant, you know, and not even just in football. I mean, there's obviously basketball struggled, but – you know, a lot of the secondary sports, as we've mentioned so many times, have been excelling lately. So for Utah, you know, yeah, I understand why you might want to try and keep this thing together, why why you might want to try to be the, the voice of reason in the room or just, uh, you know, positivity, like just trying to be the guy that calms the waters and says, okay, hey, let's like, you know, three months ago, you know, Taylor Randall, you know, we were being told is, you know, was the guy basically – saying, hey, let's let George do his job, and, you know, like, we we need to do that. We've assigned him a task. We need to allow him to, to execute the task. And I think that's what Utah's role has been. But I think when you look at the extension of Mark Harlan, you look at, you know, just how good of a job he's done in the athletic department overall, uh, yeah, I mean, I understand why Utah might want to try, again, to keep the conference together because you're having a lot of success. Imagine if Utah was having this success – in a conference that was run really well, was run at a really high level. I can only imagine how much money they would be making, which brings me back to my original opinion on this. That's why I think Utah should be in the Big 12. That's why I think that that if you're Utah, you're looking at the opportunity because if, if, you, if you put Utah football in the Big 12, they are easily top three in that conference. They are giving you a hard time right away. And for me, if your football program is that good, 
and you can just have half the success you've had in your secondary sports, you're going to be in a great place. The only issue is educators don't really want to join the Big 12, and we know that. They've said that. Like, it's not any kind of secret. So that's why I say it's kind of a balance. But for me, yeah, I don't blame Utah for for, for wanting to try to see this thing through to the very last second. I get it. Yeah, I totally agree, and I, I just – Man, I really, I really, I loathe the idea that you're just, you're just existing mm-hmm. in the Pac-12. And I, I really, I really hate that. I really hate that because this conference, uh, again, I know, I get it. Uh, this conference deserves better. And now I lost it because there was a comment dump, but somebody was talking about Ross Dellinger's comment. Uh, about how by June 21st or July 21st, we'll have more details. First of all, fuck the media. Ross Dellinger deserved better than getting laid off at Sports Illustrated, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, he is, I think he's one of the best writers in college football and one of the smartest dudes. If you ever, get your facts straight. you ever listen to that guy on his podcast, he's phenomenal. Ross Dellinger is a really good dude. Second of all, um, I mean, they have no choice but to get this done by the 21st. I, I don't – how do you show up at Pac-12 Media Day, yeah, day yeah, and not have a media deal? I mean, that, isn't that – but isn't that the Pac-12? Yeah. There it is right there, Stephen Smith. Thank you. How about the Ross Dellinger tweet about the Pac-12 to announce their media deal on the 21st? Yeah. I don't know that he said that they would announce it on the 21st. He said something to the effect of a more substantive – framework expected by football media day yeah expected by but i i think it just goes to show you like i I think the other part that is so interesting is did anybody catch the news that the big 12 is going to play friday night football games am i the only one who thought and i know we've been off for four days but i thought that was huge news the big 12 the and this is the plight of the pac-12 right now Dude, you're just stuck. You're stuck because all of your competitors are operating around you. Yes. They're running, you're walking, and you're walking backward. They're running forward away from you, and you're backsliding. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the hard part because if the Big 12 really is going to put a showcase game of any kind, because think of a matchup, Houston and Oklahoma State. That's going to draw a big number. That's getting views. BYU and anybody is going to draw a big number. Cincinnati and well, they probably won't draw a big number, but Cincinnati and somebody, you know, Kansas football or K State, TCU, like there's yeah. there's really good, and this is the issue for the Pac-12. The Pac-12's got one, maybe two matchups a week. A year from now, you've got Oregon, Utah, and Washington, and then you you need <coughs> you better flip and hope that Dion wins some games. Mm-hmm. Because if Deion doesn't win games, you've got one matchup a week. Yeah. At with this ten, it's Utah, Oregon, Oregon, Washington. Like, does Utah, Oregon State draw a national number? No. I don't think it does. Oh, with all due respect, I don't think it does. Yeah. And again, it's the same thing. Like we're we're gonna try and talk about Pac-12 coach rankings today, but Kyle Whittingham comes in number two on the list of of coaches in the Pac-12 behind Lincoln Riley. Mm. Looks like the soccer writer won again. Yeah, I'm I'm just telling you guys. Utah and I know that Utah fans hate 
when I say shit like this, but Utah'd be far better served in the Big Twelve than the Pac twelve. Yeah, I mean I mean how long is Kyle Winningham gonna be disrespected? How I long think, is he gonna fly under like, the radar? I, I, I think it's complete disrespect to put Lincoln Riley above above Kyle Whittingham in this year's ranking. Now you wanna have a conversation about recruiting no. ability or whatever, okay, fine. But but to rank him ahead is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't even I don't even know how you I don't even know how you do that. Like, come on, bro. I don't Be even better. know. I don't even know how you do that. Yeah. I really don't. And it, it's just, it's, it, it's, it's remarkable. I can, the, the run that Kyle Whittingham at Utah does not get. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's remarkable, dude. It is, it is absolutely remarkable. The run he does not get. Uh, SG gives us $5 to say Mountain West running circles around San Diego State. Will we negotiate to let San Diego State Back in for five years and thirty plus million exit fee, or they can go to the something conference. I and I think that's a really excellent point. What does San Diego State do if the if the Pac twelve doesn't survive? Pac ten. What do they do if Jet? That's Jed Fish, the head football coach at Arizona, right? Pac ten. Arizona. Let's pretend Arizona and Colorado bail. They go to the Big Twelve, and. Let's just say for shits and giggles, Oregon and Washington go to the Big Ten. It's over. Let's just say that Arizona and Colorado stay. Oregon and Washington go to the Big Ten. It's over. Let's say that just Arizona and Colorado bail to the Big 12. Does the Pac-12 survive? It's tough to say. They add San Diego State and SMU to replace Arizona and Colorado. You're not surviving it's not the same that's not an equal apples to apples replacement by the way call me crazy let's get crazy oregon state and washington state end up in the the mountain west you're not going to survive yeah if people get nervous if you show up in vegas on july 21st without a meteorites deal people are going to be nervous by then they're nervous now. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I don't know. If you're not nervous now, I don't know. I don't know what you've been looking at. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, let's see. Uh, Carson, maybe Pac-12 could put San Diego State on layaway. Pac-10. Isn't that what this feels like? Layaway. Isn't that, isn't that what this feels like? Yeah. That's what this feels like to me. Yeah. And it doesn't feel nearly as good as telling you MJ Bissett just became a member of the show. Let's go, baby. Let's go. MJ Bassetta, I'm not even sure if that's how you say it, but MJ, appreciate having you on the program. Thanks for hitting the join button. You guys go ahead and hit the join button. Let's uh, get you in here for as little as $1.99 a month. It'll get all your comments read. You get highlighted. It supports the show so we can do tremendous raps like this. Uh, it also can go all the way up to $9.99 a month where you get into our Instagram members only group. It's a phenomenal community. Uh, where Big Daddy Magic talks about Victor Wambanyama on Endless Loop. Um, the way. You know, and talks about how crappy Chet Holmgren is until Chet, put, way. Chet decided it was the 4th of July, so he held a block party on the, on the uh, Jazz's home floor. The dynasty is not over! <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, you know, Chet, Chet's not a bust. And Jazz fan, celebrating the demise of Chet Holmgren, yeah, you probably celebrate that. You probably lit your own car on fire with those for- fireworks, you know. I'm just saying. But MJ, appreciate having you on the show. Appreciate having everybody on the show. Thank you so much. Let's run through some comments. Uh, we'll get to NBA in about 20 minutes. 
Uh, let's see. Who's in the hizzy? Mr. Guy, Utah just got into the conference. I don't blame them for not wanting to be the first one uh, on the to the life raft. You're exactly right. Yeah, and, but come on, dude. I mean, but, you ha- can't... but 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 has the Pac-12 been good for Utah? I mean, yeah, but no. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the conference is powering you, bro. Utah's powering Utah. Utah's winning the conference and beating Jesus Christ Himself at USC and Lincoln Riley repeatedly. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, oh, well. Did Lincoln Riley, like. Yeah, dude. Did he bang yeah. your wife or I something? Like, what is your and problem? I'm tired of Lincoln Riley getting all this credit over Kyle Whittingham, even though Lincoln continues to lose to Kyle Whittingham. You hate Lincoln Riley. I don't hate the guy. I think he gets yeah, way I too much listen, credit. I don't know Lincoln Riley. We've never met. But if my girlfriend met him, she'd bang him, and then I'd hate Lincoln Riley. Anita Dick and me. You know it, and I know it. They know reset. <laughs> telling you dude I'm, I'm over it so your girlfriend went to oklahoma thinks lincoln riley's a great coach <laughs> dude quite legitimate i'm not even joking his girlfriend went to oklahoma yes 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 likes lincoln riley and kyler murray and somehow he likes this girl catch me outside how about that because you don't like kyler murray verticality little dude well dude is just, i can't even see kyler murray bro you don't like lincoln riley for whatever fucking reason because he's he is, you know why i don't like lincoln is, riley dude look link i don't it's very simple dude. is it because he has male yeah, pattern baldness he, he can well yeah like me but he can he can recruit his <laughs> ass off yes dude can't win big time football games oh Stop Can't with win that big time Are football you games, me? dude. Are Can't you do it? Oh Can't do it. Can't do it. Look at his bowl record. Look at look at it all. I don't know what his bowel record has to do with anything, but my point is, dude, Lincoln Riley. <sighs> Lincoln Riley is a top ten coach in the country. I'm not disputing that. As, We're not talking about yeah, top I mean, ten. Yeah, he's in the a country. top ten coach in the country. I'm not disputing that. And he's got male pattern baldness, but the fucking guy can't win a big game. Yeah. So who cares? Yeah. Get a toupee, yeah. dude. Yeah. Just get here. I am. I'm sure he's a bidet guy too. <laughs> I'm sure he's a bidet guy too, bro. <laughs> okay, wait. Quick side note. I thought about you the other day in a, in a bathroom while okay, I was in okay. a bathroom. Okay, dude. I, dick. I was at somebody's. Ha- no, that's not Hold what it was. Dick. I was at somebody's house the other day. Walked into the to the bathroom and take a leak. And they had a bidet. Yeah, no, I'm good. I wanted to sit down and try. Yeah, let's let's get a fire hose out and spray our buttholes. That seems like can, a good idea. Can you share bidets at somebody else's? <laughs> can you use somebody else's bidet? Like dude. if you're at somebody's house and they have like the Rifleman 6000 bidet. The Rifleman <laughs> 6000. What did Aerotine make that too? <laughs> Aerotine <laughs> International, a cutting edge technology company. Can you use somebody else's bidet? I'm not using someone else's bidet. You won't even and sit on somebody care. else's toilet seat. I don't care how good your new facilities are at SC. I'm not using your look, bidet. Link, look, Lincoln, I know we're friends, but I'm Jesus. not using your bidet. Can you use somebody else's bidet? That's no. never come up on this no, show. No, dude, I'm not using someone else's bidet. I don't believe. Yeah, I think that. I think you're. Uh, that's never come up on this show. Uh, two Masta is two holes kosher. I'm good. I'm just telling you, Lincoln gets too much credit in the pack. Uh, yes, use the bidet, Matt Hart says. No, 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 <laughs> dude. And as you can see, I'm going through some shit right now. Dude, I have, I, dude, I have heartburn uh, over using public crappers. I'm you not, won't I'm even, not, dude. This guy wants like 
he wants like I the want steam cleaning throne. crew to come in and like be I like. I am not interested in other people's butthole germs. Yeah, I. I'm not doing it, dude. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. There is no question. Oh my God! I how did we get here, bro? I will hold it as long as I need to to get back to my throne, unless I'm on a trip. Okay. Uh, Matt Hart, li listening to U local Utah radio for a brief second as I get in my car leaving for work, and these guys are horrible. Thanks. I have the Monty show to listen. Thankfully, I have the Monty show to I listen agree, to. I agree, bro. We spent a good part of the day doing that. Yeah. Uh, Matt Hart, the bidet is amazing. Okay, but that's not that's, we're not see, that's arguing not the question. The, yeah, we're not see, arguing the merits of the butthole spray. Yeah, we're dude, not. I'm sure. I'm sure we all like fire hose spraying our butthole feeling. I, we're not arguing that question. Okay, that was way too far. We're, we we are arguing whether or not you're over at Buddy's house <laughs> and you had you know a little too much coffee this morning and you got to let a couple rip and are you going to use their do, bidet do you does it matter the level of friendship with the buddy yes 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 okay so if you're at your best friend's house and you got to drop an absolute nuke like an atomic bomb like okay, best no. one you've had you can't do that at, at buddy's house <laughs> you got to go home if you honest to god if you're like a, a dump truck you got to go home but if you if you're just like man there's a little pressure there i don't trust this <laughs> I'm, if you have a seat, you can do that. But I'm not. No, I'm not. Well, how, why are we talking about this? Joshua Mose, if you don't use a bidet, you might as well be living in the Stone Age. Moist, flushable wipes. Yeah, dude. Supple. Yeah. Hand grenade. Uh, Riley, awesome offensive coordinator, but not head coach. Thank you. That's Jake's you. total point. That is 100% Jake's point. Yep. I mean, which is fine. Which is fine. You know. And I'm, I'm, I'm now you want someone to make a Heisman. You want a Heisman trophy winning quarterback, Lincoln Riley all day. Yeah. All day. Yeah. I, I all day, every day. I don't disagree. I do not disagree. Uh, Matt Hart says, yes, use the bidet. Bryce Martin says, how many times do we have to have to have this SMU discussion? Half the country doesn't know SMU is in Texas. <laughs> nevertheless, Dallas. Oh wow. that's an issue. God damn, Bryce. Buddy went in. Bryce is like, I'm over this. <laughs> I know that's your favorite Monty thing to do. Uh, Cowboy Country gives us $5 to say, I don't want the Pac-12 to fall apart. Is there a way the Pac-12 survives ESPN plus Apple TV? I mean, that that could happen. Ooh. El Woj bomb. Adrian Wojnarowski. The NBA's new in-season tournament Final Four is set for December 7th through the 9th in Las Vegas. Statistics will count for the league's regular season except for the championship game of the event. Yeah. Ooh, we're going to have to talk about that later on in the program. The program. Um, uh, I think ESPN, I don't see any way, and this is just my opinion. And Cowboy Country, you know this is the, the answer to this question as well as anybody. Um, I don't think that Apple TV is a solution for the Pac-12. And MLS fan, I'm not trying to throw you into the fire. But the failings of Apple TV in MLS make it awfully difficult to be excited about putting Pac-12 sports on Apple TV. But no one's going to disrespect me. Now, why do I think? Why do I think that Apple TV and MLS have been a failure? Now, call me crazy. I'm not afraid to die. Call me crazy. Uh, they don't release their subscriber information or their viewership numbers. And what? Why, why is that? 
Well, because they probably are, and well, not probably. We know that MLS was not a subscriber boom. I have to think that MLS, who has some of the most passionate sports fans in the country, mm-hmm. I have to believe that they watch, I say loosely, <laughs> that they watch, but I do not believe that it's been a boom for, ML, for MLS or for Apple TV. Um, and I think if you are George Klyovkov, the only way you go to them is, is if Apple TV's like, yeah, here's $300 million. Sure, go ahead and get another 20 from ESPN, and we'll, we'll do a partnership. Yeah, That'd be awfully difficult for Klyovkov to walk away from, right? Right. And then when he presents that to his executive committee, and they present that to their other presidents, I have a, a, a hard time believing that presidents in this league are going to be able to walk away from that. Right. I, just, I, I don't see that as a practical business person i don't see that as something you can walk away from right but i also don't think that apple tv is particularly a resource for the pac-12's distribution because it doesn't bring you more reach yeah but i think it brings you survival and that's the thing that i think i part ways with on pac-12 presidents is like we know that there's a big group in the pac-12 president circle that that don't believe that streaming can be a significant part of your uh of their deal and that's where I say, okay, well, you're not necessarily wrong that no. right now it's healthier to be more on linear than it is on stream at that level. Sure. But we're not talking about or having the conversation from a place of normalcy. Like, you're not in a normal place. You are sinking. That and, I would agree with. And I think that you that have to with. you have to have some sense of like, hey, man, like, we're not making decisions like the measuring stick for hey how how serious do we need to be about streaming is getting shorter and shorter right like you're getting closer and closer to having to say yeah like we do have to take you know tim cook's money we do have to take apple's money we do need them to sell more iphones and pay us more money we do and that sucks and we're not a fan of that but that's why we're going to do a three to five year tv deal Oof. And then we're going to come back to this again. And hopefully by that time, we've earned ourselves more traction with our TV partners. I'm never going to. I know it's painful. The and I'm, sm- I'm with if, you. The, if the larger portion is on ESPN, good to go. If the smaller portion is on Apple TV, nah, dude. It, it, or the larger portions on Apple TV, no. It needs to be ESPN. Apple TV. 60 40 is as close as I would ever get Ooh. to being all streaming. Ooh. Yeah. C. Kaufman says, don't use the high pressure bidet. It will give you an enema. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. If you're if you're rocking a fire hose for water pressure, that's not gonna work out well for you, man. I like, this it, this it you. Is the bidet spray or stream? I I assume <laughs> that bidets were spray. I don't know. Uh, Capazzo in the Jeezy. What's up, St. George? Good to see you guys. By the way, St. George, again, and we, we do our statistical analysis of this show weekly. Saint, we have never had more viewership in St. George than we have right now. Go to Super Chicks. Love you guys in St. George. Yeah, get to Super Chicks in, uh, St. George, also up in Ogden on Riverdale Road. Um, of course, get the deluxe chicken sandwich, extra pickles, uh, salt and pepper French fries. You're good to go. 
you're good to go. You don't need avocado on a chicken sandwich. The pickles sandwich. there are so good. It, it, you, I agree. They're all fresh cut. But the bacavo is better, obviously. Stop. You're welcome. Uh, the thing I love about our friends at Super Chicks, it's all fresh. It's all chopped in-house, never frozen. You always get a full chicken breast yes. at Super Chicks. You're not using thigh meat or it's always a plump chicken breast. Love it. <laughs> Their breads, their produce, their custard. It's all top-notch. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show at Super Chicks in St. George and on Riverdale Road in Ogden. Good dudes, too. Man, That now I want Super Chicks. Why would you bring that up? I know. Salamini. San Diego State used the Mountain West bidet. Now you know the answer to your question. No. How disrespectful are you at San Diego State of the Mountain West? Like... Is it, am I wrong to say that San Diego State does not appreciate the Mountain West? Absolutely. You're, you're not wrong about that. Okay. You're, you're correct. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it is. Yeah. It, I, it, well, I mean, it's just, it just sends that message. I mean, that's, that's the classic, like, hey, I'm going to be disrespectful by doing a certain thing or saying a certain thing, you know, and whether you were trying to be or not, you were. I don't even, I was going to say, I don't even think it's intentional. Um, that it's not like people are like, I don't believe that San Diego State was like, oh, yeah, we got to, we got to get disrespectful. I mean, that like, would be like us putting Norman on this new rap like 50 times. Yeah, like, who would I mean, who's, do that? I who's mean, doing I, I that? Do that? I mean, like, I mean, come on, dude. Nobody's doing that. <laughs> let's, not, let's not get crazy, right? Yeah, I mean, come on. Um, but, yeah, I think I think there was in, indifference. Tom Dean, how many holes in a bidet? Oh, that's my question. See? Stop. Saul Goodman says, uh, go Rockets. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, I like the in-season tournament for the nba makes regular season more enjoyable we'll talk about that coming up in about 15 minutes uh moth prof says what time zone is the bidet in whatever well, down under it's that down yeah, under time zone yeah i mean you know i know that uh james knight you know salty left the program permanently or whatever whatever it was last week but uh we could ask him if he decides to come back you know mj Bissett gives us two dollars to say apple plus kills your reach only diehard pack fans buy totally agreed hundred percent uh, brass balls. If you use a bidet, do you have to dry your butt? Oh, that's a great question. I see the things you don't think see, about. Okay. So does that mean that you bidet and then wipe? Cause if that's the case, why wouldn't you just use a moist flushable wipe? That's what I'm saying. If yes, do you use a towel or toilet oh, paper? Stop, Come on. dude. Come on, bro. That, no. If you have a, if you have to dry your butt, uh, with either is it, no, no, I'm not. No, I've been a rich man and no. I have been a poor man. Jeremy says it for what? Severe grass always seems greener on the other side till it isn't. That's correct. Uh, Tanner Plummer, hopefully before I die, Saul. What? Rip salty. I don't know. I didn't. Saul Goodman. Yup, Tanner. USA might soon win a World Cup someday. They won't. And Christian Pulisic is leaving Chelsea. I don't even want to. Don't even get me started on Chelsea. I mean, the women's side's doing fine. saying what's up with ben and jerry's oh god what did i miss about what ben happened with ben and jerry dude ben and jerry's is one of my favorite things that i never get to eat what happened with ben and jerry and garcia yeah you'll eat a maverick breakfast burrito every day yeah because you know you know why you know why because hey didn't know like we've been off we had the long weekend didn't know if we had milk and cereal here for brekkie had no idea so i came prepared uh, apparently, Ben and Jerry's called for the return of stolen indigenous land in a Fourth of July message. Okay, different show, but I appreciate you bringing it up. 
<laughs> Different show. Uh, Lil Jizzy, that new rap is garbage. Okay. That's not very nice. You know. Because it's garbage. Tanner Plummer, wait, what? Salty left? That sucks. He got upset we didn't talk enough NBA. <clears throat> He's currently protesting. Uh, in California, the only state where soccer can almost fill a hundred seat, uh, hundred thousand seat stadium. Dude, did you guys see that? For LA Galaxy and LAFC, they sold Bro. out the Rose Bowl. You know, uh, let's see. Greg Swaim. Greg Swaim, the 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 god of college the, sports. Oh, whoa, whoa, the the Greg Swaim is watching the show. Uh, Michael Peck says salty is sensitive. Salamini says uh, wet toilet paper. I think that sums up Klyavkov's negotiating skills. Damn. Wow. Come on. OG Gary, what's up, my guy? Gary, how are you and the wife on the weekend? Ben and Jerry's went woke, and now they've gone to zero. Bro? I love Cherry Garcia. I hope they didn't do something I, stupid. I, okay. Uh, this is all I need to know when I re start reading headlines. Quote, Ben and Jerry's gets Bud Light treatment oh, after claiming July 4th. X, Why? Y, and Z. Why? Why do we do this? Can I just ask? Like, I don't know. Just a quick sidebar. Are you really not going to get fat on Ben and Jerry's because they talked about Mount Rushmore? Yeah, but people do that all the Come time. Come on, people. bro. Come on. Be dude, better, but dude. People still drink Bud Light, dude. I... I, I, I Stop. Why do we do stuff like this? I don't. So tired. Ben and Jerry's has been woke for a while. Welcome to the party. Yeah. Um, whoa. whoa. Michael Peck. Gas station breakfast burritos. Yeah, you definitely need that bidet, Jake. <laughs> Maverick actually makes great, great breakfast burritos, bro. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Absolutely. Rick Forrester. Hey, Rick. The Romans had 30 toilet seats together, and they share a towel to clean themselves? What? No. What? No. 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 I'm not visualizing. <laughs> Stop. I am not visualizing that. God. Can you imagine that? Just, hey, I got to go. Uh, you know, I got to hey, take. Hey, bro, do you want to go take a dump together? I got to burn a deuce. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's go to the town square. Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully there's some seats open and a clean <laughs> towel. Like. Are you hoping for a corner? In their, bro, in their version of a clean towel is like a completely brown towel. Stop. Stop. Uh, meep, meep. Okay. I don't know who that is. Says, I'm not going to get fat on Ben and Jerry's because sugar is poison. Here we Thank go. you. Well, I, that's why I don't eat sugar. I'm telling you, it's not fat. It's sugar. Uh, OG Gary, now to be fair, Ben and Jerry's Chunky Monkey is to die for. It is. I'm, the, I'm, I'm all, about, all about that cookie dough, bro. Yeah, Cougar Tracks. All truck stops have outhouses. They are user-friendly. Well, this is the truck stop comment. Con Hello? Hello. Conf I'm out. Truck okay. Uh, OG Greg, bro, use my towel. It's only... It's only... No. I'm not... If I have to share a community towel... Waves in opposition. Wipe the hindquarters. Find me an oak leaf. Find me Tell like... Tell me you're not particular about your... Your you know, taking a dump environment. Oh, I am totally. I am. If I've seen a dude or somebody else on that same seat, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna no. Not doing Don't it. Don't play intermural. Not brother. doing it. Not doing it. Um Maury 
Monty is the way, Alvarez. We all know that George only uses envelopes, not toilet paper. Thank Back you. Back to the envelope calculations. Thank you. I, n no, dude, I'm not, sh no. <laughs> Do you know, now I can't get it out of my head. No, I'm not doing that. 30 like Roman soldiers and Julius Caesar's like, hey, hey guys, how are you? All right, eat your fiber. <laughs> Gotta hey go guys. to battle. Like, do people change dude, the dude towels? Dude takes his, his, his armor off, but sits down on the dumper with his helmet on. No. No. Dude, stop. <laughs> I don't want the visual. <laughs> no. I am not doing it. Thank you, Christopher uh, Shannon. No. <laughs> CJ Vance, can you squat and use a bidet or oh just lean? Oh, my God, bro. No. The answer is no. <laughs> Todd James, yeah, the Romans had public toilet areas. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Damn. No. The, yeah. ans the answer is no. Greg Swaim. That's why the Roman Empire ended abruptly. Well, that, and they went woke. Probably. No they more probably ben stopped buying Ben and Jerry's, yeah, man. Dude, no more Ben and Jerry's for Buddy. Brady Cook, the browning the browning batter is good. Bro. I hope you're dude, talking about Ben and Jerry. Please don't. I hope you're dude. talking about Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> oh, God. John Famlor, the Romans had massive intestinal worm infestation. No. Chill, man. No, I don't want to know. This isn't Dune. No, no. The Roman public. Look at me. No. I thought we just got a comment that talked about a worm infection for the Romans. No. Well, bro, what are we doing? Come on, man. Maury, we all know that George only uses envelopes, not toilet paper. Mm -hmm. I read that one. Oh, God. Oh, gee, Gary, they weren't eating the brown modar back then. I don't know. No, I don't want to know. Uh, Capazzo, it's all about having a battle buddy when you when you a head out to drop buddy. a deuce. It's <laughs> all about having a throw a towel this way. Hey man, throw me a towel real quick. <laughs> what? Bro. How? How? No. And then in worms? Come on. Cowboy Country. I have colitis. Can't eat dairy. Thankfully, Ben and Jerry's makes a non-dairy substitute to ice cream, which my wife loves. Yeah. They're non-dairy. Uh, I kind of like marble slab creamery ice cream and Dairy Queen blizzards, Michael Wall Dairy says. Queen blizzards dairy are undefeated, bro. Blizzards are so good. Yeah. Tom Dean, Super Chicks is so fresh you don't even need a bidet. Wow. Uh, Christopher Shannon, disgusting. The different colors mixed together. Dude, no. They know reset. Damn. It was fine when we were talking about Roman the sound of Roman soldiers dropping their body armor and their chain stuff on the ground to, you know, be more comfortable. But now like the different colors. Um, um come on, man. Come on. Damn. Greg Swaim says K-State had a b-ball player who used a towel for a toilet while sitting on the bench. And Bro. then there's no, it's not even the K State basketball player. It's the it's what's you know. the, the and Swaim will know this the Kansas football coach. Oh my god, oh my god, the big oh what is his name? The the large individual who used to use the towel to. to oh my god, I can't remember his name, but <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh my God, what was somebody remind me the old Kansas football coach? Oh my God. Anyway, that mm -mm. Brady Cook. Yeah, I was talking about Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> Damn. Boyd Lake, we talking about parasites. Dude. dude. Not worms. Parasites. Dude, oh my God. Bro. Callahan, Roman intestinal worm infestations or uterus bro, farts? Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this de escalated very. Man, Greg Mangino. Yes. Greg Mangino. Mangino. Greg Mangino. Where is he? No, Italian? Mark. No, not Greg. Mark Mangino. Mark Mangino. Yes, Callahan. Mark Mangino. Mark Mangino. Mark Mangino. Mark Mangino. Lamont Tucker. Love the new rap. Y'all got Starkville on there. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Uh, Tanner Plummer. Rome wasn't built in one day because they spent too much time in the public crapping area. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Exactly right. Exactly right. Dude, Greg Mangino. Oh, my God. Also, also, are we not going to point out... Uh, this is uh, the old Swamester's best run in the comments section recently. What do you mean? Well, I, I think his, his top record was like one comment read. Well, it's, you got a lot of people complain about this. Right. I can't read every comment. Yeah, everyone's like, hey, you doing, never read my comments. And I'm not exaggerating. Honest to God, we do thousands of comments a day. Yeah. Like, it's really difficult to do that. And... I appreciate you guys hitting the like button. Yeah, and, appreciate you watching. And we really try to. So there's a lot of days when we have a lot of comments like this. Yeah. I really try to only read member comments. So I'm trying to get more. Oh, yep. Mark Mancino. Yes. Paul. Oh, whoa. McKinley Cutler. The cookie king oh, of Utah. Oh, this is legendary. Bro, how about a cook? I, mm, nope. No cookies. Paul Pierce needed a towel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, Jeff Woodard, Victor is bidet. Get it? Is the way like so? See what he did there. So it's like Victor's the way, the way, but it's bidet. Victor is bidet. Oh, Victor's the way. Capazzo, I'm gonna trust you. My worst time dropping a deuce was in Iraq. Iraq, bro. Sitting on the porta potty when I heard mortars launch. Had to wipe and dive right outside of it. You did not. What? Where did they land close? I don't know. What is so, so is this the bottles under the bunk? Oh God, because that's Here where this could go, but bro. That's where this conversation struck. Guys that are deployed. I'm. I. I listen. Oh, no. I, oh my. Before I am dead, I will use a bidet unless I die on the way home. But before I am dead, I will use a bidet. Having Knock fun is the name wood. of the game. But how did how did this bidet thing is out of control? Yeah. So we never decided, though. I mean, so okay, when you so, use a bidet, do you have to wipe after? We we that was a question. Yeah. Yes. You. I, Where are we at in society today? I think so. I think so too. Oh my god. I could be wrong. Why do you see? Why do you derail the show like this? I I have no idea. Yeah, next question. Big Lubbock, Mark Mangino. Mangino. It's fair. Army dudes know about the struggles of pooping and peeing. Yes, they Dude, do. Yes, bro. they do. OG Gary, yes. Bidet plus toilet paper. Oh, 
See, why why do it then? Has this not been one of the most visually dramatic <laughs> shows we've done in some time? Like, why besides do all it the then? besides all the Norman, now we're talking about Roman soldiers in a public square pooping and sharing a towel. Yeah, I guess uh, I'll have to figure something out. Then now we're talking about the proper execution uh, of bidaying. <laughs> How did we get here? Someone brought up a bidet and now oh we're here. Oh my god. You have to remember the three B's, bidet battle buddy. <laughs> wow, bro. Oh my God. Q Janus. Pied Piper. What's up, Pied Piper? Uh, bidet gets you squeaky clean. Use a little TP to dry off. That's all. Now, man. do you wipe or do you dab? Uh, no. Stop. <laughs> Says the guy who pulls from back to front. No. I, bro. No. No. I did not pull back to no. front. No. Dude, I did I am not pull not, back not to front. Today. Not today. I am a front to back guy. <laughs> not today. I am a team front to back, team lead, team Bacavo. God. <laughs> it, he's never, he's, God, he's never seen any of the greatest movies, including Godfather. Which, listen, God, as somebody who pulls from. Whoa. Back to front. I Whoa. wouldn't expect him to have good taste in movies. <laughs> Lecturing me on... Hey, you never gave me the opportunity to watch the movies, so blame yourself. Okay, now there's an argument. No, you wipe first, then use the bidet. <laughs> you guys... Chaos. Is, is there not? There's got to be a YouTube video there on proper. There's no limits on this show, bro. There, there has to be a YouTube. There's a YouTube video on fucking everything. It's you YouTube, cannot tell bro. me. You cannot tell me there is not a video out there on the proper use of a bidet. Okay. Step number one eat lots of fiber. Buddy made a PowerPoint on how to use a bidet. Here's my. Okay, everybody, quiet, quiet. And welcome to the meeting. Today we're talking about the proper steps for using the new debate. De, de, what is it? The cow turd. It's bidet. Oh, bidet that Carl installed in the executive bathroom. Okay? First you wipe. Well, actually, first you eat a Chipotle for breakfast. That's the untrained eye. <laughs> Can you imagine having a bidet in the office? Dude, bro. <laughs> dude, no, no, oh. dude. Oh, my God. Moth prof. Google bidet usage. Wow, don't. don't. Bro? I'm, I'm telling you not to do it. I am telling you not to do it. Don't do it. Bro. Don't do it. It, it, it you, Soft person tendency. If you do it, don't say that I didn't warn you. Yeah, we tried to help, bro. And, and how many times have I told you, go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty when you are tired of going to work and using the work bidet, make your own damn money and afford your best bidet in your million-dollar home because you're one of the most prolific day traders in the country. That's what Triday Trading is all about. Triday Trading gives you an opportunity for $10 of a charitable donation to see your future. Bottom line, $10 gets you a 30-day trial membership at TridayTrading.com. You make a $10 charitable donation. They give you full access to their entire program, their software, their algorithm, their processes, their training, their coaching. Program. You get it all for 30 days for $10. If I said to you, give me $10, I'll show you your future. You'd absolutely do it. You'd absolutely do it. Go to TridayTrading.com slash Monty right now and get yourself that $10 
30-day trial membership and change the direction of your life. I know so many people on the day after a holiday who hate going to work. They hate their boss. They're tired of backbreaking. They're tired of laying concrete and being a finisher. They're tired of working hard for somebody else to take home all the money. You deserve that lifestyle. You deserve the house, the car. You deserve the new set of golf clubs. You deserve the golf vacation. Whatever it is you're chasing, TridayTrading.com can do it for you. They're traders make $1,000 a day when they do it full-time, minimum. That's five grand a week. If I said to you, you can make 20 grand a month, would you, would you go and do that job? Of course you would. And you can work from home. You can work for yourself. You own your own business. And you make $1,000 a day doing it. But I said to you, hey, what kind of money do you need to make? And you said, man, it'd take a lot of pressure off me if I could just make my car payment every month. They have a part-time program and system set up where you can trade part-time while you're at work. You've programmed your systems for an hour in the morning. You come home and you, you look at all the money you made while you were at work today. That's what Triday Trading's about. Stop hating your boss. Stop hating your commute and get to TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Rick Forrester, uh, I trade while sitting on the bidet. Hey, you know what I mean? I like it. I like it. Uh, MJ Bissett, you know Bidet probably used to be a family name that has now been abandoned. Damn. Oh, man. I, everybody give it up for George Bidet because he creates this new invention. Man. man. Wow. Now, here's the only cold water, though, right? No. Well, because it's connected to the toilet. No, no. You, you No, Bidet users heat their water. No. Uh, Tell me, am I wrong about that? I always thought the people that use bidet use like warmish water. Okay. So it wasn't a shock to the system. Okay. Uh, Stephen Noyce says, forget the sports. It's junior high comedy hour. Yeah, apparently. Dude. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, Mike Rayner says, me too, Jake. LOL. Exactly. Exactly right. Court McMullen, uh, you can get a heated bidet. You can get See? a heated bidet. See? My, my bidet is cold water. Uh, Michael Wall says, Stephen Noyce, but that is what makes this show so refreshing and remarkable and original and entertaining and unique and still real as opposed to controlled environments and conversations. Come on now. We do have fun. And, and I admit yeah. that sometimes our show gets off the rails and I totally understand that. And I understand why that would be frustrating to some people. But you know what, man? We try to have fun and we did not plan to talk about bidets no. or Ben and Jerry. Hey, or... guys, guys, guys. Today we're going to talk about bidets and farting. And Roman soldiers pooping together while ain't no reset. a towel. Yeah, ain't no reset. Uh, moth, whoa, comment dump. Uh, moth Prof, your name is Mud, goes back to the Lincoln assassination. That's what a movie says. Okay. Okay. Uh, Delaric says bidet is French for pony or small horse. Okay. Okay, well, I would tell you, you could feed a small horse when you go to Papa Murphy's Pizza and use the promo code MATI25. Uh, and you should also get the calzones. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do calzones. Papa Murphy's does calzones? Oh, I think you mean I do the calzones. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. You don't forget the calzones. Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, the official pizza of the Monty Show. Love those guys. Had them over the weekend. 
I'm telling you, it's so easy. It It is the thing that I think a lot of people forget is you guys understand it's quicker to order your pizza through Papa Murphy's, pick it up and bake it than it is to order delivery. And it's better. It's fresher quality ingredients, fresh produce, cheese, all of it made in store every single day. Their crusts are amazing. Their calzones, their marinara meatballs, their take and bake chocolate chip cookies. I love the fact that they make them all in store and it's fresh and ready for you. And then you go home and it takes 20 minutes. Have a, Pop it in the oven. You're good to go, man. I'm telling you, Papa Murphy's is a life hack. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Download the Papa Murphy's mobile app. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. This hour of the show, as always, is presented by our friends at Bucked Up Energy. The official energy provider of the Monty Show is buckedup.com. Woo! Now, I will tell you this. Bucked Up is going to give you a lot of energy to swing a golf club. Right, right. It won't make you swing the club better, as we found out this weekend. Shot an 81 on Sunday. 85 on Monday. 99 on Tuesday. Happy birthday, America. Here's a 99, and I needed a clutch putt on the 18th to par the 18th hole at Canyons Golf in Park City. Had to have about a seven-footer. Jake was standing over it when I hit it. Seven-footer to save 100. But I had a lot of energy to celebrate. I actually jumped up and down and fist-pumped because I didn't go over 100. Um... Had a lot of energy. Thanks to my friends that bucked up. You know, I tell you this all the time. I drink a Miami uh, for the front nine. And then when I get to the turn, I take a buck shot. Have that buck shot. I feel better mentally. I am telling you, you get that at work. You know what? You come back from lunch. You have that lull. You have that carb crash. Pop a buck shot. Makes all the difference in the world. And they want to give you a free sampler pack of buck shot. You get six free buck shots. Sent right to your front door. Just go into the comment or into the description below on this podcast. Click the link. It says free buckshot. They'll send six right to your front door. They are amazing. They are life-changing. And I tell you again, I cracked the 35-pound loss mark over the weekend. And I give a lot of credit to Bucked Up, whether it's protein shakes. Their buck bars are incredible. I really, one of the things that's really worked for me, maybe you guys can relate to this. Uh, One of the things that's really worked for me with these buck bars is I eat less. Like I am not a volume eater anymore. Um, So I'll have a buck bar in the morning and I am not hungry till noon. I get up at five o'clock every day, eat a buck bar about 90 minutes after I get up and I'm good to go, man. Like it is, it is really nice to rely on somebody like bucked up um because it really is reliable energy reliable nutrition because they use reliable ingredients and that's why every day i tell you take my word for it or don't try their products use our discount code it helps the show it helps you and one of the things we want to talk about today in probably about 45 minutes is are we obsessed with losing weight Mm -hmm. i i freely admit i am i have been a i have been a heavier guy my entire adulthood this is as well as I've ever done, and I give all the credit to two things, golf and bucked up. Because whether it's energy, zero sugar, um, low glycemic stuff, their collagen peptides, I, I like, I'm outside a lot, as you guys can tell. I golf a lot. Look at my tan line. I noticed this on my, on my neck this morning. Like, I have a huge tan line from golf. Yeah. 
but my skin's not dry and cracking and wrinkling because I use bucked up uh, collagen peptides, which makes all the difference in the world. Hair, nails, skin, it's awesome stuff. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off at checkout. Um, y'all, Gary, OG Gary says, y'all see the baby powder left at the White House? It, I did. Wasn't it cocaine or was it baby powder? No, it was cocaine. It was cocaine? Yes. Yes, okay. it was. Okay. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. It's not good. Um, let's see. Greg Hawkins, how the heck are you? Sup, casuals. Good to see y'all. Hope you had a great fourth, you too. Greg uh, dropping a picture of him and his baby on the 4th of July was... I, Greg, when I saw that today, I absolutely smiled from ear to ear. Yeah. So happy for you, man. Uh, whoa, yellow star cool. Wait, what? What do you mean? Uh, Tom Dean, Romans dro- uh, dropping together. That's why they call it number two. Okay. Okay. Uh, Adam Salamini, where are you guys live streaming while in Dallas? AT&T Stadium. Some building. Just, uh, some little, know, just some little. It's like a little dive bar called AT&T Stadium. Yeah. you know. And it's not actually, da- what is it, Torrent County? It's uh, Arlington, Torrent County. Yeah, can please? you please? It's Arlington, please. Yeah. Uh, OG Gary said, I said baby powder to avoid the algo hit. Gotcha. Got it. Got yeah, they, it. They notice, found, notice he says algo. Algo, That's yes. the new nomenclature. They found, literally found cocaine at the White House. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, truck stop Gumby, when you're on an airplane sitting next to Rick James, cocaine. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Uh, XH. XH says the woke 12 lives another day. Now, is that the Big 12 or the Pac-12? I, not, I honestly don't know who the woke 12 is. Yeah. I, because I, I think that name is thrown around liberally or conservatively. It depends on. Anyway, okay. Uh, a little hole in the wall called Jerry's World. Yeah, yeah just a little place. I mean, it's you know. not anything nice. But... Salamini, Arlington, just 45 minutes from Dallas. Torrent County. I, you know. Uh, so. It's one of those buildings off a of side street is where you will be in Dallas. Yeah, yeah just tucked yeah, away, yeah, just, you know, in the warehouse know. district. We should have a good, strong internet connection, you know? You know. You, you know. want to? Um, XH says a Pac-12. Todd James says that that's what I say. Okay. Okay. I don't agree, but you know. Whatever. I, I am a Pac-12 supporter, and I don't hide from it. I I have the great luxury of being a Notre Dame fan, which is I, I don't ever have to worry about games of leverage or importance. Cause no, I guess not. We at Notre Dame don't play in those games. Um, you know, just the Rudy game, you know, Rudiger, right. which the movie was a complete lie, uh, but which is fine. I mean, you know, you know, it's it's like, you know, getting Teo'd was really good because okay. then there was a documentary and, you know, that was a better movie than Rudy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you are a jerk. Why what? would you say Alabama got tailed? Well, well, they didn't actually. We got tailed by Alabama because of Tao getting tailed. Anyway, the point is, I have the great luxury of being a Notre Dame fan, so our games don't matter. Right. Um, but you know, I think when you look at the Pac-12, I just think it's shocking the failure of that conference. Yeah. Shocking. Shocking. A- absolutely shocking. Uh, meet me. Wait, you're broadcasting from the place across the street from Walmart? We are. Yeah. We yeah, are. Yeah, dude. Yep. You know, we're yep. going to park our big rig in for free at Walmart. Uh, OG Gary, I don't care for the conference. I support and want to see my team do well, even if that means Utah got to kick rocks in the SEC. Well, Mike Smith says nobody likes Notre Dame. 
I don't like Notre Dame, and I'm a Notre Dame fan. Waves in opposition. I fucking ain't Notre Dame. C.J. Vance, is there any? Is there still a dent in the turf where Colby Clawson leveled Sam Bradford? Damn, bro, chill. Sam Bradford, bro. I, I would ask him, but he's not bro, on the injured list. Good old Sammy boy was prolific in college. Yeah, it getting hurt. Like the guy could li- literally no. Uh, you know, uh, Ron Loney. Pride always comes before the fall. It does. You know, it does. Uh, nothing is a better than Rudy. Okay. I mean, listen, we all get high in on life. Well, we were just talking about Coke. I mean, come on. You know. Uh, Wesley it is Iron. what it is. Keontae George, I like. Okay. I like, too. Uh, let's switch gears. Talk NBA hoop. Um, on the Monty Show is always presented by our friends at Triday Trading. TridayTrading.com uh, always presents our, uh, our NBA talk. $10 30-day trial membership right now at TridayTrading.com. Uh, I want to talk about the Chet Holmgren slander. Okay. I don't know why this sticks in my cross so much. Okay. But watching NBA Twitter the other night when Salt Lake Summer tipped off and the celebration of just how crappy he was to start that Chet Holmgren did not get off to a good start. Right, yeah. And then he came out and was like, yeah, it's the 4th of July. Let's have a block party. Yeah. And he went berserk yeah. defensively, yep. which clearly got him going offensively. I, I, I think, and I know I said this repeatedly, I am telling you right now he's going to win the, ooh, well, let's have a look at this. Oh, God. Sham Sharonio. Oh, God. Here we go. Mavs, Spurs, and Celtics are finalizing a three-team trade <coughs> while the Spurs are trading Victor Wambanyama. No, they're not. Okay, that's uh, enough. Stop, please. The Mavs get Grant Williams. The Spurs get Reggie Bullock in an unprotected uh, Mavericks pick. And the Celtics get multiple second-round picks. So... Grant Williams, according to Woj, is signing a four-year, $53 million See, And for the Jazz, this completely pisses me off. Let me get this right. You signed Jordan Clarkson to a three-year, $55 million deal. Grant Williams, a better player. He's a better man than you are. Nick Saban is a better man than you are. Uh, Grant Williams gets four years, $53 million sign and trade to land in Dallas. Jordan Clarkson's making more money than Grant Williams. But Jordan Clarkson went to the finals for his last team, didn't he? Mm, no, actually he didn't. Oh. No, no, he did. No, oh. no, he did not. Oh. Ow! Yeah, that hurts this the pride is, a little bit, doesn't it? This is a great deal for the Mavs um Grant Williams who I cannot stand is going to help them defensively a lot and he's another perimeter three-point shooter Mm -hmm. I think he is a perfect compliment to Kyrie who by the way I'm going to meet with the Suns bro right re-signed over the weekend with Dallas Kyrie Luka and Grant Williams are an absolute absolute force uh absolutely a force right and I, <clears throat> Jordan Clarkson thing's a problem, bro. I, I'm telling you now, just it's an Jordan Clarkson got three years and 55 million. They average 18 million dollars a year. 
but quite literally, they're paying him $20 million a year the last two years of the deal. I, I don't get it. What, what do you like or dislike about the Jordan Clarkson deal? Yeah, I mean, I just think it's a deal you shouldn't have made. I, th- I think we shouldn't be here with Jordan Clarkson. Like, I, I love the guy. I think he's a hell of a scorer. I think he's a hell of a player. Uh, one of the most uh, entertaining players, certainly, in the NBA to watch, just from a pure basketball perspective. But from a team-building perspective, from a, uh, a salary cap perspective, I don't like the deal at all. I don't think you needed Jordan Clarkson. I think he's got trade value on the market and and it seems like the jazz knew something and everyone else didn't which was jordan clarkson's value seemingly was going to go down uh or he was somehow going to lose leverage or not going to be as coveted uh as time went on and I, i don't know is that the case maybe or is it just the case that they overpaid him to keep him i think it's the latter I think you overpaid him to keep him because Ryan Smith has an affinity with Jordan Clarkson and just has to have JC on his roster. And that's okay. I just wish that a certain individual was honest about that. I wish that they would just come out and say, yeah, we love having Jordan in Salt Lake and and, and in Utah and part of this organization and and we were going to pay to keep him. Just come out and own it. That's really all I want. I, I just want them to say, yeah. You know, Jordan Clarkson was a central figure in us building this roster. We had to have him, and without him, we felt like we weren't as good. You know, something like that. Just come out and say it, because your actions say that you you are married to this guy for whatever reason, and I just don't get it. Yeah, this is a this is a big, big deal. And just looking at, at what this is and seeing that Grant Williams winds up on Dallas, boy, you feel like this puts Dallas in the middle of the Western Conference playoffs now. Because I think just bringing Kyrie back, that doesn't make them a playoff team. I think the West is 11 teams deep. Vicious. At a minimum. I agree totally. It's vicious. You're at least 11 teams deep. I think we have no idea how good Oklahoma City can be right now. I think we have no idea uh, how good Grant Williams makes Dallas, especially on the defensive end where he is tough, nose to the grindstone. Um, I think Sacramento is going to be better. I think the Lakers, after this free agent period over the weekend, I think they are absolutely a better basketball team. I, I, I think Phoenix is better. I think Golden State's coming. I don't think you should write off Denver in any way, shape, or form. Like This conference is legitimately, Jake, 11 teams deep. Yeah, and I think the really interesting thing like for Boston is like you're changing that roster. And teams like Memphis are getting better because of it, right? Like, let's not forget about Marcus Smart and the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's not forget about, you know, obviously this Grant Williams situation. Like, there are a lot of teams that got better. As far as Phoenix is concerned, the paper says that you're the best team in the league. But I'm not convinced uh, that they're going to be able to pass the injury report test because I don't believe that these guys are all going to stay healthy and everything's just going to be some kind of easy road or some sort of just smooth landing. The next time it comes out that Kevin Durant's got a sore ankle or, yeah. you know, you know, book with a hammy or Beal with this or that, like these guys get hurt and you understand it. But ultimately, Matt Ishbia is, you know, just thrown so much money at those guys that I don't know what you're going to do for a bench. I, I mean, I guess you're just at a point where, where obviously they're already over the upper the upper tier for the salary cap, the upper luxury yeah. tax oh, apron. Yeah. So like I guess you're just at a point where you're just like, yeah, dude, we're just gonna we're gonna take this can of gasoline known as my pocketbook and we're just gonna pour that thing right onto the salary cap. And we are just gonna do whatever it takes to get uh as many championships as possible. 
But again, we see it every year. Just because you have the talent does not mean you are going to win a championship. And that, I think, if you're Phoenix Suns fans, should worry you. Yeah, and I think this deal, I, I think, gives gives Boston some flexibility. Clearly, they save money on one of their restricted guys. Yeah. Uh, I think that is a big deal. And and I look at the I look at the Western Conference and now you're 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 now you gotta go to work. Because now I don't feel like and this is I guess this is one of the bigger questions. Do you feel like the Utah Jazz are a are a playoff team? I think with this move, um I think that makes this a lot more difficult. And now you find out that Boston is getting three Second round picks in this deal, 24, 25, and 28. I think this is a massive deal for the Boston Celtics. Not only do they save Grant Williams' money, he was an odd fit for them character-wise, and now they're getting three second round picks in this deal. Yeah, This is a big, big deal. Um, they're getting – Dallas is getting Grant Williams um, – Reggie Bullock goes to the Spurs, and the Boston Celtics are getting four second-round picks. That's incredible. Yeah. Like, that is a lot. That is a lot. And and I don't necessarily think that Reggie Bullock is a player of consequence in San Antonio. We'll see. Right. Um, I mean, their playoff success or failure is going to be based on how quickly Victor Wambanyama, uh, uh, you know, assimilates himself in the NBA. Uh-huh. Uh, but you look at the Western Conference, I have to think Denver's going to be rock solid again. I have to think that Memphis is better. Sacramento is better. The Suns are clearly better with Brad Beal. Right. Uh, the Clippers, I don't know. Is is James Harden actually going to stay in Philadelphia? Is he going to wind up on the Clippers? Golden State's a very interesting scenario because I don't think they're far from done or a finished product. Mm-hmm. But what Oklahoma City, who was a nine last year, A, why is Jalen Williams playing summer ball? B, Chet Holmgren looks ready to murder people. Yep. Like, I think they're going to be better. Yeah, I mean, I, again, Chet. Dallas is a playoff team. Dude, Chet, to me, you know, if dude can stay healthy, the sky's the limit because the guy can flat out score the basketball. And are, and, I, and I think we saw that. Are you telling me that Houston's not better with Van Vliet, Green, Brooks, Smith, and uh, Sangoon starting? And you, you have Cam Whitmore, Ammon Thompson – uh, Jock Londale, who signed there over the weekend, Kevin Porter Jr., like you, DJ Augustine, still on that roster. Like you feel like that's a team that could could push for a play-in spot. Yep. Yep. So you know that they're better. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how all this plays out. And right now, if if we're sitting here talking about it, if we're being honest, are the Utah Jazz a playoff team right now? I don't know, dude. I think you need another piece. I really think you need another piece. You need more firepower. You know, like I love Lori, you know, and maybe that's the logic behind Jordan Clarkson. Maybe they're looking at the West saying, hey, we need the firepower. I mean, is this the logic of not having a – I mean, Keontae George looked great. Yeah. But this is a Damian Lillard problem. And I, you know what? I want I want to embrace Dame on the, on the Jazz. I do. I think Jazz fans want this so much. Yeah. I think so much. But you cannot. I'm begging you, Danny. Danny Ainge, please do not trade for Damian Lillard. 
I don't think, A, he wants to play here right now. It's not personal. Yeah. But he's got a publicly stated goal of his only team being the Miami Heat. And Portland, I think, is handling it perfectly because you got to shop him. And you've got to be able to get what you can get. But if Damian Lillard, his destination is the Utah Jazz, this team's in real trouble. Right. Because he has big money on the books. He is in a situation where he's probably got two years left in his prime, three years maybe. That's not the, the, the arc of this team. And if he comes into this team, I mean, I don't know. How does that help Keontae George get minutes? Because now, seeing what I've seen from him at Salt Lake Summer, you've got to be impressed with him. Yeah. How on earth does this impact Colin Sexton, who I still maintain they're trying to trade and will not be here? And what are you doing with Chris Dunn, the forgotten guard on this team that nobody talks about? What are you doing with Chris Dunn? Like, trading for Damian Lillard right now for the Utah Jazz, in my opinion, is a significant mistake. And, and Jake, I just don't think you can do it. Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. Uh, I do think the 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 only positive that I really see with the Dame situation is just that he could he could really teach a guy like Keontae George, you know, how the league works and what what you need to be to turn into that dominant on the ball guard. And I think for the Jazz, for their future, that could be valuable, but not valuable to a point where you're paying this guy what is he sixty million dollars? Yeah. These like, I mean, it's just such a high price tag and, and and it is true what everyone says oh it's not really the number per se but it's percentage of cap that is true but ultimately the jazz are not a team where it's like well if you had dame you're going to go win a championship right and that's why dame wants to go to the heat because he feels like all right yeah you guys are nba finals good already you put me in that mix and now we're winning championships like that's i i honestly believe that's the logic so for the jazz it just doesn't make a lot of sense to to go and sign a guy that, yeah, sure, he went to college here. Yeah, absolutely. He's got ties here. But it doesn't make sense financially to go out and take a run at Dame. It doesn't make sense to bring this guy in and stunt the growth of your young guys. It certainly doesn't make sense to rush the timeline. And again, I'm not saying they should drag their feet on the rebuild, if you will. But I do think there is a way to do it. And if you get too hasty with it, if you rush, if you mess up your books... You're not going to win for 20 years, bro. I mean, that's what we're talking about. If you get out in front of this thing, oh. there's a chance. You Again, if you if you give away your future draft capital, you you are obligated to Dame's contract, so you're paying all that money. Like, you're not going to win for, uh, again, double-digit years. And I firmly believe that if you were to go get Dame. Yeah, I think when you look at his $120 million extension, like you're going to pay him $63 million when he's 37 years old. <coughs> I'm not doing that. I, I'm not doing that. Um, I, I don't think he can do that. NY Monty fan. What's up with you? My guy Chet toothpicks, Holmgren. He also says they are an eight, nine, 10 play in team. As of now, I think they are a nine, 10, 11, 12 team because I just think this Western conference got so much better. I yes. mean, that's the that's the thing that scares you is you don't have a starting five right now. For who? The Utah Jazz. You what don't do you mean? have you don't have right now if you if you look at this roster, right now your starting two guard is Jordan Clarkson. Okay. So you yeah. would you're starting Sexton and Clarkson together? How's that gonna work? Well, I, I gotta be honest with you. I mean if 
Keontae George continues to get better through summer league, I, I think you could make a push for him. I, I mean, I, he's got the body. He's got the speed. Well, I mean, durability obviously is going to be a question as a rookie. Can you stay healthy? But but I liked, dude, Keontae George's vision on some of those passes is absolutely outstanding. I mean, that's, that's what I want to see out of my point guard. I want to see you pushing the pace and putting guys in position to finish the possession. Yeah, I think you have got to um, – I think you have got to trade Colin Sexton. If that's the case, certainly if Keontae George shows you enough, but then you're a rookie plant starting a rookie at point, which and, is okay this year. That's and, okay. And a chucker at the two with all due respect. I mean, Jordan Clarkson's a volume shooter. He is better or for worse. He's a volume shooter, right? So what does that mean for, for the money that you have spent on Kessler, Collins, and Markinen, especially the John Collins trade. Yeah. Right? Okay, well, then what is that? I mean, are you just hoping that Walker Kessler's a rebounding and putback machine? Like, Jordan Clarkson's not a guy that you want starting. That's a guy that you want in the six-man spot. Mm -hmm. But you don't – I'm telling you, you don't have five quality starters on this team. Right. You've got, you've got three. If we're being honest, Larry Markinen – Walker Kessler and John Collins. Right. Those are your three starters. And then you look at the rest of the cap right now. Uh, I, are, are you telling me that a talent Horton Tucker is a guy you want starting on this team? No, nah, I'm good. Do you want Kelly Olynyk as a starter on this team? No, nah, I'm good. Right. Uh, uh, like, where do you go from here? Right. There's you, you quite literally, you, you're probably five key players away right now like you need to add significant girth to this roster and I think they will but paying Jordan Clarkson 55 million dollars including this year I I hate that yeah it's silly I'm not a, a fan Delaric Jazz just under playoff at this moment I agree with that uh Boyd Lake how many Norman mentions are on the back wall I see three there's like 37 yeah it's it's more than you'd probably like it is uh, Matt Hart, as a Jazz fan, I don't want Dame. That's smart. Mike Phillips, as a Jazz fan, I want Dame. Okay. Why? Um, not a Jazz fan. I don't care about Dame. Signed the indifferent. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Big Daddy Magic. Victor needs to trust his sidekick, Lillard. Victor's the way. Who's never going to San Antonio. Victor's the way. You know. Salamini. I heard you guys need an intern for Big 12 Media Days. I can have a cold bucket up, uh, bucked up and fresh towels ready for you. Unless you're going to share <laughs> one. Nah, no, we're, we're, we're good, bro. I he's, don't. A, he's a back-to-front guy. No, so I'm we not, can't bro. share a towel. not. Cannot share Dude, a towel. Dude, if you're back-to-front, you're not an American, bro. If you're back-to-front, you? you are... You are. Are you on a work visa then, or like dude, how are you I'm in the not, country? I'm not a back to front guy. Don't lie. You fucking donkey. Just embrace it. I'm not a back to front guy. Now I will say I'm not a bidet guy either. Moist flushable wipes, bro. Ooh, nah. Jeremy Callahan, Chet Holmgren, the enforcer, will suplex Wemby and then do the Hulk Hogan style leg drop on him at the cen at center court. Don't stir dude, the I'll drop that mother. There's no reason to do that. Mike Phillips, uh, they have an excellent starting four, just need a point guard named Lillard. They don't have an excellent starting four. Who's the excellent starting four? Because if you're Rory Walker and John Collins. And because Jordan Clarkson's not the Jazz may be the only team in this league 
who A, would pay Jordan Clarkson $20 million a year in an extension, and B, start him. Because yeah. he's, he's not a top five guy. Yeah. He is an energy scorer off your bench. Yes. That's his highest, best use. Make him a sixth man of the year again. I agree. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you do that? And the answer is I don't know. Uh, the West got way better. I'm, I'm not going to say – I'm not going to be – it's not going to be easy. Hello? It's not going to be easy. No, it's not. But what about the Lakers? Like, it, the Lakers are legit. If you look at D'Angelo, LeBron, Vando, Anthony Davis, uh, Rui Hachimara, Jackson Hayes, I mean, you, you look at Gabe Vincent, Cam Reddish, that team's going to be a pain in the ass defensively. Yes. They're going to make your life very difficult. And you, you re-signed Austin Reeves. Like, you have a lot to like there. You have a lot to like there. To bring Reeves, Hachimura back – and then to bring in a guy like Cam Reddish and Gabe Vincent and re-sign D'Angelo, this team's going to be a, a pain in the ass, dude. Yep. And I think you probably um, – I didn't even see they got uh, Torrey and Prince. Like, I mean, there you are in a position now where you should be a top-five team in the Western Conference. Wow. And yeah. this is probably LeBron's last great run yeah. right here. I think this is it. Yeah. Todd James, as a Thunder fan, please go to the Eastern Conference. Please, Dame. Well, there's something to that, too. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. sure. Uh, Cougar Tracks gives us two bucks. I appreciate that. Um, brass Balls, 30 guys sharing a towel already in your mind. Why? Why? That's right, T. Why? Uh, cash Money, Elon versus Mark. Who you got? They're, pl- they're going to... F- Try and fight that at I the got, Coliseum dude, I got in Elon, Rome. bro. I got Elon, dude. Nah, Zuckerberg's got more experience. I, I just, yeah. Zuckerberg's got more experience. Yeah, but he feels like a guy with a soft chin, dude. What do you mean? Mark Zuckerberg is soft chin. Well, that could be. But Elon is not, Elon's not a savage, dude. That's true. You, th- you think he wins that fight? I could see it. I don't know. Uh, big, Pretty big size discrepancy there. Yeah. Uh, NBA fan 97. Do you guys know the structure of JC's contract? I heard one uh, year one is ballooned in the last two years are cheap. That makes his contract tradable. His contract is tradable, but I don't know if it's been updated. Why don't we have a gander here? Uh, I would agree with that. Let's go over here. I'm over here. Uh, Let's pull up their cap. And the Jata Jazz, uh, Jordan Clarkson. What? On uh, on uh, Spotrack. Yeah. Not updated for Jordan updated. Clarkson. Well, he his 14.2 is included. The problem is that you're paying him $20 million the, la- the, the last two years. There's no way to get around that. Yeah. I mean, because he opted in to 14 point whatever it was. Two six. 14.26 and you're paying him 55 do some math that's 20 million dollars yeah like you're you're paying him 20 million dollars a year man and from what we were told they he did not have an offer above that and the bigger problem is the market for two guards right now is 12 to 14 million why are you paying him 20 million dollars a year at 18 on average 
The market is 12 to 14 million. Yeah. You're paying him across the three years an average of 18 million. Yeah. So you're over by 4 million at least on average. We clear on that? That's, you're into the, that the, you and the owner like each other a lot. Apparently. Yeah. I'm going with Mark Eaton, Jeremy Callahan says. Uh, Mark Eaton. Uh, Matt Hart, Walker is the only guy I feel like is an above average starter. Lori might be. Outside of that, there is a lot to prove on the Jazz roster. Still a bunch of subs. Oh, I think Lori's solid, dude. Lori's solid. Uh, I think that John Collins and Larry Markinen are absolutely starters on every roster they play on. Yeah. Walker Kessler is, I think, your prototypical big now. I think John Collins is a guy that, you know, it'll be interesting to see how much he improves his defense. By the way, uh, Alex Jensen's no longer with the organization. Yeah, how about that? Well, it makes you a little nervous that you're losing your developmental guys. Yeah. David Fisdale and Alex Jensen are big developmental guys. Yep. That makes you a little nervous because John Collins has to become a more consistent defender. You don't need him to score. Yeah. Anything he gives you offensively within reason is going to help you significantly. Yeah. You need him to defend and rebound because this team was a dreadful rebounding team last year. So he helps yeah. a lot. Because it's garbage. He helps a lot. Lamont Tucker. Uh, Golden State is not playing for the future. They are playing to championships now. Well, I mean, you re-signed Clearly. Draymond for that kind of bread. You know. Todd James, I've got Elon in the Twitterverse. Okay. Uh, Severe says, Elon, that African's blood is aggressive. Okay. Carson Wilcox, the last two years are 15 and 14. But you're paying him, on average, $18 million a year. That's why I say, I don't care what the structure is. It doesn't matter to me. Like, hey, pay him 20 and 5 and 30. I don't care. You're giving that guy $55 million. Yeah. Why? What? What sense does that make? Yeah. It makes no sense. $51.52 million guaranteed. That does not make a lot of sense to me. It doesn't. And listen, I, I get it. And Carson said, whoa, Carson says uh, last two years of 15 and 14, it was on SLC Dunk, put out three days ago. Hey, they work for the club. That's great. That's awesome. Knock yourself out. I'm telling you, it's $55 million. It's a fuck ton of money for a guy that's worth twelve to fourteen million dollars. Let's just go. Let's just go at fourteen million dollars. It's forty-two million dollars. Yeah, forty-two million dollars, and you're paying him a minimum of what is just fifty-one. Yeah, it's and, fifty-one and probably fifty-five. Yeah, you overpaid Jordan Clarkson. Yep. Why? What did he show you last year? And under Quinn. When he wasn't on the floor in critical moments, what has he shown you that's like, yeah, we should pay this guy more than market value? Um, Was it just the buzzer beaters and meaningless games? or When he didn't have offers anywhere near that. like Because we reported he was opting out. Right. We were told by a very, very good source of ours, hey, Jordan Clarkson's opting out of his deal. 
And I'm not going to say the team because I don't want to start a firestorm. And, hey, he may have a deal with. But I'm happy to tell you that that number was $13 million a year for two years. That's the number that we got. Was that he had a deal for $13 million. And the Jazz paid him $18 million? You paid him $5 million more? Um, than what is reported to be his best offer? Yeah, I don't understand that, other than you just wanted to keep him. Like, that's... If you look at if you look at our Jazz stuff, tell me where we've been completely wrong before. Like, this Jordan Clarkson story was a complete miss for us. And now we know why. He got $5 million extra million from the Jazz every year. Like, what sense does that make, dude? Yeah. I would love to understand it. Yeah. Would love to understand it. OG Gary, the new Threads app is live. Nothing like Twitter. Seeing mad people threads, and I don't even follow them. What is Threads? The competitor to Twitter from Meta. Okay. That's cool. Uh, Jet Wayman, what's up, my guy? Uh, sup, guys, how do you feel about Dylan getting $80 million, dude? Hey, if you can get paid, get paid, right? I don't begrudge him for it. Houston's better. Houston's better, man. Houston's way better. And they've got young talent. Now they have veterans. Houston's better. I would never have paid him that much. Yeah. But, hey, you're worth what somebody will pay you. Go get it, big guy. Like, hey, enjoy it. Spend it well. Yeah. But yet you can't tell me you'd have paid him that money. You know. Mike Phillips, you're paying JC to entertain. How do he does that well? I would agree with that. Yeah. Uh, McKinley Cutler. West is crazy good right now, but I could also see the Jazz sneaking in because of injuries. Uh, injury because a lot of the big names like the Lakers, Suns, Warriors, Mavs, and Pelicans are unreliable. Kyrie or injury. Well, yeah, you could. that could absolutely be possible. Um, Nate Davis, $55 million for Clarkson isn't bad, and his contract is tradable. So if we need uh, different players, we can go get it. You guys uh, need to accept it. So wait, $55 million is market rate? $55 million is market rate. That's what you're saying. Show me the guy that, that has his output the last two years that's making $18 bucks. Under this salary cap, under all these new rules, show me the guy making that money. Now, is it a backbreaker? Probably not. You're not going to contend for three years. Probably not. You're in a rebuild phase. Why the, it, it, you're in a rebuild phase. Why, yeah. are you pay, why are you overpaying a guy $5 million? Because that's what this comes across as. And anybody that would like to, to educate me, please help me. Tell me. I'm all about it. Yeah, I think, I think Jazz fans, respectfully, guys, I, I think you guys are wearing the, the purple sunglasses here. I, I think Jazz fans, justifiably so, really like Jordan Clarkson. He's a good dude. He has been a very good player for you. Yeah. I don't have any problem with Jordan Clarkson personally or as a player. I'm not paying him $18 million a year. Yeah. I am not doing that. Yeah. That's not smart basketball. You overpaid to keep him. Yeah. When you could have traded him for a first-round pick. And you didn't. And you chose not to because the owner doesn't want to trade him. The owner cl- – if, if, if we're so wrong, tell me again. We're the only ones who, who reported – Hey, Ryan Smith does not want to trade Jordan Clarkson. 
So you didn't trade him. You passed a first-round pick, and now you've overpaid him by probably $15 bucks. So <coughs> if that's not the owner making a decision, you tell me. Yeah, because Danny Ainge never goes out of his way like that. Never. That's very rare for him. Jet. Uh, Teddy says, I like Clarkson, but I think we overpaid him. I totally agree. Uh, good thing is that you're nor I nor we are paying him that money that Jazz are paying him. Truth. Truth. Landon Davis, at least it's not for five years like Jeremy Grant. Truth. Truth. Uh, Teddy Wayman, I think Dylan is worth $10 million a year. Houston is overpaying him like the Jazz are overpaying Clarkson. Because I think in Houston you have a terrible culture. Well, and I think you need defense in Houston. I mean, you're, you're such a young, young and gun team that, you know, at some point to get better, you're going to have to have defense. And you have to overspend to get guys. Yeah. Because nobody wants to nobody wants to go to Houston for, oh, we're going to win a championship. You're no, not. you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Oh, I'm going to get paid. Yeah, you are. And then you're going to want to be traded in a year. I think that's probably what happens. I think that's probably what happened. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. What about the uh, – Jeremy Callahan, what about the ultimate buzzer beater, the five Bs? Bidet, battle, buddy, buzzer, beater. It's been a hell of a day. <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. Capazzo, daddy just couldn't let his favorite little boy, JC, walk away. Nope. And it's his team, so he gets to do that. Nope. Right? You know. Uh, Cody Strickland. Cody, how are you, dude? Uh, he only good enough if he's off the bench, not a starter. That's my point. I think that's exactly right. But, you, but there's no way. I mean, you're telling me they're going to put him back to being a bench guy? JC's yeah, not going to do that. I can't see that. Come on. I can't see that. Big Daddy Magic. Jazz fans are crazy. Jordan talks uh, Jordan talks in his way overhyped. Jordan Clarkson is way overhyped. I, he sells tickets, Victor's though. the way. He sells tickets. Uh, severe. Uh, for Rocket, Fred Van Vliet contract looks bad compared to Clarkson, but I don't like the Clarkson signing. But Fred Van Vliet's an elite point guard. Injured, but he's an elite point guard. There's, and he's yep. played in huge moments of leverage. Yep. No doubt about that. Uh, BC, go to Texas Rangers golf course. It's nice at 100 bucks. The Texas Rangers have their own golf course, too. Okay. Well, we might have to look into that. BC, we will look into that. I think sometimes a play a team pays more for what they know versus paying more for what they don't know. Oh yeah. I mean, you you know Jordan Clarkson. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Truck stop Gumby five Bs looks like my report card. <laughs> God, Jake, no, nope. Jake was a terrible student. Five Fs. That's me. Friday. Let's uh, talk about it. I'm a good listener. Um, Frida. Um, fastballs. <laughs> <laughs> and furry mugs. Um, OG. Mrs. Monty is going to be like, honey, 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 honey. How was your day? And Monty's going to be like, uh, don't you ever buy a bidet in your life. <coughs> I'm never going to Rome, sweetheart. I am, and I can't wait. James, Clarkson deal was negotiated so that the first year is $25 million, second and third are 15 He will be a tradable asset in a year. I, I don't even disagree with that. But everybody's saying that. Oh, it's a tradable contract. Fucking right, Danny. Way to go, isn't dry yet. You're amazing. Are you ever getting a first-round pick for Jordan Clarkson? Well, I know he's only 23, right? 
No, he's 31. Oh. Because you had, and this is the thing that I don't understand about the Jazz. You're trying to build a championship contender. So you don't trade a guy and you pass on a first-round pick and arguably the, the deepest draft in the history of the NBA. Yeah. Okay. You don't want to let him go. He'll opt out. Everything will be fine. Oh, then you overpay him. And you're going to pay Jordan Clarkson $25 million in year one. That's what fucking takes me to fuck off. Does basketball sense in business basketball sense not matter anymore? Listen, you can. It just doesn't matter. Dude, you can, you can wrap a pile of crap any way you want to. That doesn't change the fact that you overpaid, buddy. Like, it doesn't matter? Doesn't change the fact you overpaid, buddy. You're paying Jordan Clarkson $25 million the yep. first year. Yeah. And you don't think that... Ma- well, it's tradable. Not the, you're paying him $25 million. How are you getting around the fact you're paying him $25 million? Okay, great. Trade him year two and three. Cool. You paid him... <sighs> I started having second thoughts. For a guy that's worth 12 to $14 million, you paid 50% more. That's like paying twice as much for your stake like i'm i'm trying to be like i'm trying to find a way to positively yeah, I, spin I it i think that jazz fans are are just real comfortable spinning it with the trade thing and james i'm being serious if if my perspective is wrong i'm open to that but you know uh cody strickland for 18 million a year if the team wants him doing halftime shows he's going to do halftime shows <laughs> yes yeah, seriously uh, previous comment was Dame to Golden State. Ooh. Would you guys... Well, would, <clears throat> but how is Golden State going to... Golden State can't afford that. I mean, at some point, you run out of money. Uh, Mike Smith, Jake's report card, FTB, front to back. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Actually, it'd be BTF, back to front. Nah. Uh, nah, bro. I uh, Nate Davis, I don't know how... I don't know what Houston's doing. I don't see him uh, being good or great. I could see that's why the Jazz would be better. And you guys got a sept. It's the league and changing with money. Okay, so you think I don't think Houston's better than the Jazz. I think it's going to be close. This year it's going to be really close. It's going to be close. Sir Robin, the reason I stopped watching the Jazz after Stockton and Malone left. You're not wrong. Carson Wilcox, you need to spend at least 90% of the cap and Clarkson's contract makes that happen. But right, but you still need, you yeah. don't, you, you, you need to like spend money on players that can, of leverage players. You can use like you don't have a starting point guard on this team. Yeah. Go get a starting point guard overpay for a starting point guard. I'm even okay with that. I'm okay with that. I think there's other ways you could have spent it, but Mike Smith, JC got killer blackmail pictures. Dude has job security, something. They know reset. Uh, I do wish the Jazz would have traded him in the season. Then you could have paid him his money when he opted out this year. That's what I'm saying. That's a great idea. Yeah. Matt, that's that's exactly right. OG Gary, but how do you know which way is front and which way is back? How do you know it isn't the opposite? Oh, please. Don't get this confused. Don't get it confused. Wait, did you just ask if cereal was soup? Bro. Yes, yes, yes. I think you did. Dude. I, I don't appreciate it, sir. All right. Um, Real quick. 
Can we talk about this hot dog eating contest? This is, I feel like this could, this could be a get off my lawn moment for you. I am freely admitting that I'm probably the asshole in the room on this one. I will not watch it. I think it's disgusting. And I don't know why this is a thing. Fat! Like in the 50s and 60s and maybe the 70s. Okay. It's 2023. And we're watching a dude eat 62 hot dogs in 41 seconds, or I don't even know how long it is. And they're disappointed in his performance. What do you think his rectum's going to say? Rectum? Damn near killed him. Yeah. I am not. I, I can't do it. I cannot but it, but watch. But is it because of the health implications, or what? what is it? Well, A. B, it's disgusting to watch him shoving pigs' buttholes in his mouth. Like, by the handful. Right. Like, how many Ds can one dude... Dude, just mowing him down, bro. I'm not. His cock. Am I wrong about this? Like, the hot dog eating contest to I me... I think that the 4th of July is very simple. Give me fireworks. Give me some hot dogs. We're good to go. Now, are there people that take it to the extreme? Yeah. Joey Chestnut takes it to the extreme, but that's what dude does for a living. $10,000 every single year, right? When he's won a bunch of other food eating contests too that are not the hot dog eating contest. He's that, a multimillionaire through competitive eating. That's what this guy does. So I, I don't hold it against him. And by the way, kudos for not being a complete and utter, you know, fat ass. But I'm, that's not, I'm not holding it against him. I'm just saying this is disgusting now. Like, I, I, I don't know, bro. What, it, what brings you? Fat! What, like, oh my God, why would you, like, oh, dude. I got to watch this dude slurp down like 60 kosher yeah, I mean, dogs. It's definitely one of those sports where it's like, hey, you can catch it on SportsCenter tomorrow. Like, I'm not interested. I'm not. Who's And there was a rain, a rain delay. Mm. So mm. let me get. It's on ESPN. It's a rain delay. So they showed last year's contest just in case you needed more hot dogs shoving in one's throat. Right. Like, are are you serious? Like. What are we like? Hugh Janus. Yeah, like dude, I get it. His butthole is probably on what fire. What does that look like There's coming no out? Yeah. Number one, I, the whole thing sucks. Uh, Jet Wayman, I firmly believe Danny isn't close to being done this offseason. No, you're exactly right. He's going to make moves. Yes, doesn't change the fact that what he uh, did indeed overpay for Clarkson. Yeah. Uh, OG Gary, homie is a glitzy gobbler. Truck stop Gumby. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Yes, it is. Stop it. Disgusting and disgraceful, NY Monty fan says. Truck stop Gumby, fat. OG Gary, throat goat, if you will. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so Jenna Jameson won the... Wow. Hot dog eating? I'll move on. Um, Mike Smith, competitive is bigger now than ever. Yeah, competitive eating. Oh, the bigger the better, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike Phillips, eating competitions are foul. I agree. But that's what I mean. It is inherently a nasty sport. Oh. Is it inappropriate oh. to call it a sport? It's not a sport. Hot dog blasting into the bidet. Yeah, right? Can you imagine I mean, that? at that point, do the hot dogs come out whole? Oh, stop. M.Y. Monty fan, that's what I thought. Coming out, that is going to be murder on his bunghole. Yeah. Seriously. Hugh Janus. Like, I don't, I don't even, was that in stereo? No. Oh. I don't even, dude, I don't want to know. 
Yeah. Uh, Jet says, I'm with you, Monty. It's nasty. Sexist me. It is disgusting, but oh. I do feel like Joey Chestnut in this hot dog eating contest is ingrained in 4th of July for this generation. No, it's not. It is. No, it's not. Not for your no, generation. No, my generation. No. no See, you, no. You, just, you, you won't even talk about it, bro. I'm telling no, you. I'm because, telling you. Uh, so one of the other things I want to talk about today is, like, are we obsessed with being skinny? Suckmyass.com. Well, I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. But are we obsessed with being skinny? So I'm not skinny. I, I am losing weight. I'm trying to lose weight. I'm getting in better shape. Like, right. I've lost 35 pounds now. Like, I'm doing really well. Is it obsessive to try and be? Because, like, I'm the. I would have to lose 60 more pounds to even be close to an ideal body mass index BMI. Right. But we all know BMI is a scam. But we are obsessed in this country with being thin. Yet we'll turn on the Fourth of July. Every person on that stage is wolfing down 30-something dogs. But listen, dude, I think the problem with that is, is it's not about what you do on the 4th of July. It's about what you do on the day, uh, on the day-to-day, right? Like, I mean, uh, I, 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 look, I'm, I'm with you on most of this. I agree. It's disgusting. I'm not going to watch it live. I just want to know how many dogs do date. But, but I would agree that our country is... Food in our country is a problem, bro. This goes back to Jack in the Box and Salt Lake opening up and and some of these other, you know, chicken joints and all these other new restaurants. Like anytime something new opens up, we're just obsessed on it. And there is quite literally not because they advertise on the show, but Super Chicks is down the street from Cane's and people will eat at Cane's instead of Super Chicks. And I'm just I'm like, okay, great. You don't want to eat out. That's one thing. Why do we choose death with our food? Because it's garbage. I don't understand it. Because it's cheap. Because it's cheaper. I don't disagree with that. It is cheap. And the thing that I really struggle with is, like, this fat thing in our country, we fat shame people. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, I like this Ozempic shit. Yeah. Like, all these famous people that are taking Ozempic. You're, we, Ozempic is a diabetes drug. Yeah. That also, as it turns out, has significant weight loss implications. It helps you lose weight. There's so many Hollywood elitists and millionaire, billionaire people in this world taking Ozempic. There's a shortage. So the people who need Ozempic can't get it. But yet somehow the Hollywood elites get the Ozempic. What else is new? And I'm like, are we really that obsessed with this shit? Yeah. We're really that obsessed to lose weight and not be fat that we're willing to take diabetes medication and short people with diabetes and diabetics, short them of medication they need. It's weird to me that we are so wholly obsessed with being skinny. Yet we will we will attack fat people and laugh at them at the gym and post pictures of them at the gym or I, I, it's weird to me. Now, having said that, I'm absolutely obsessed with losing weight and being thinner. I'm I, I, like right. I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, I'm obsessed with every time I put on a piece of clothing or a, a t-shirt, a boxer short, a short. Like yesterday, I'm trying to keep my pants from falling off of my hip. Yesterday, it I'm obsessed with it. And I love it, and I like talking about 
hey, working out, and I like I love the fact that golf has helped me get fit. But the next time somebody calls me fat will not certainly be the first time. Right. Yeah. It it will, and it's it's like, hey, use me as an example. I'm over here working hard, like I'm eating well. I'm not eating poorly like yesterday. Like I actually ate pretty well yesterday. Like yeah, eating well, all that stuff, losing weight, and people will will still be like, "Oh, you're fat. You're fat." You. I don't understand that, and I'm not an Ozempic. I will never take a drug that I don't have to take. Right. Can you imagine taking a diabetes medication to help you lose weight? Um. Not when you when you're not a diabetic. I can't imagine. I, I, yeah, I just think that people people want the quick band-aid. That's what they want. They want the thing that'll just get them the result regardless of the side effects. It, dude, yeah. Greg Hawkins, losing weight is not that hard. Boy, it's not that easy. It, 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 mm, it's not that I easy. I think defining how difficult something is for people is difficult to do. I think you have no idea how difficult it is for someone unless you're in yeah, their person shoes. Person to person, it's... It's incredible. It can be it, food it, is a, as addictive as anything, man. Yeah, and but Greg's an actor who's had to lose weight. And Greg, I know, I know your story and what we talked about. You know, at the uh, RSL event we put on a couple months ago or a month ago, whenever that was. Like I know what you went through, but but what I'm saying is that is that you know, food can be the dopamine hit you get oh from eating God. is prolific. I mean, it's it, it just is, and and yeah, yeah sure. Sure, you're not going to overdose on food, but the next time someone has a heart attack or they, you know, wh whatever whatever the issue is, it won't be the last time. And and I feel like it's so normalized in our country now to yeah. just be to just chill. Like I I understand, hey, if you don't eat well but you're active, I'm cool with that. Hey, if you're if you're active like every day and you just aren't eating great, okay, that's one thing. But if you're just going to sit around all day and eat poorly, don't expect good things to happen. Look at Greg. Americans aren't really obsessed with being thin. We're obsessed with being fat and pretending that we aren't. Oh well, that's God. true. That's true. Man, I wish I could play that game. If I could just ignore the, the fact that I gained 50 pounds during the pandemic sitting on my ass eating poorly. Oh, man, that would be amazing. But I can't. I've never had the ability to do it. I am. It, I hate watching our show. I hate that. Like, there's so much. I fucking get over the weekend. What? I had a lady walk up to me. Oh, boy. You haven't told this. So he hasn't told me about this. I didn't hear about this. I had a lady walk up to me the other day and be like, man, you don't look nearly as old as you do on the show. You know? Like, what the fuck? Like, so wait, let um, me get the, you're not nearly um, as big in person. You, you don't look nearly as old as you do on the show. People, bro, what are you talking about, people man? People comment about my appearance more than anything else. Hey, great show. No. Hey, you're not nearly as fat as you look on your show. Hey, thanks, douche. <laughs> thanks. Again, it happened. Uh, M.Y. Monty fan, born in the 80s. Joey Chestnut is not linked to the fourth. No. No. Greg Hawkins agreed. Yeah. If you're born in the 80s, it's not. Chestnut's not a thing for you. Yep. Uh, Mike Smith, a good deal of modern competitive eaters are on YouTube. On YouTube are in great physical shape. It's freakish. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. why is that? This is such an important point. Just because they the can do thing. that on one day doesn't mean they're doing that every day. It's right. not about what you do on one day. Yeah. And it, yeah, that's exactly right. Mapes, what's up, Mapes? I'll never understand competitive eating, but apparently you have to be more fit than not to be good at it. Yeah, yes. the fat at competitive eaters don't win. Truth. 
Uh, OG uh, Gary, we need portion control on our country, not 50 servings in one meal. Wow. Right? Gumby, uh, maybe more so in the 80s and 90s. These days, the girl folk can't wait to look like Kim K. Well, I don't disagree with that booty. Uh, oh, 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 Zampi. I'm out of here with that. It's the truth. You know, uh, Greg Hawkins, if you think we fat shame people here, just wait until you go abroad. Strangers will tell you that you're fat to your face and laugh at you. <laughs> True. Jet Wayman, I didn't know the contest existed until the McAfee show today. I'd get sick if I watched someone eat that much. It yeah, is disgusting. It's gnarly, bro. Dude, I agree with that. Uh, time for Monty to invest in some Lululemon shorts. I don't wear women's clothing. Uh, I don't. I don't. You know. Why are you sighing? I've turned into a Lulu person, bro. Oh, God. Here we go. Uh, OG Gary, on the treadmill getting 10K steps in while watching the show. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Capazzo in the GZ. All these people using the drug to lose weight will just put it back on because they won't change their eating habits. That I agree with. Yep. I agree with that. Greg says losing weight's not that hard. It just requires a little discipline, man. Define a little because a little is, um, you know. I think the key for me has been good, and not because they advertise, but bucked up for certain, no doubt has been a game changer for me. I think not eating out nearly as often, and I think more sleep. Yeah. On top of golf. Golf is the center of it, but I need more sleep because I walk a lot and I play a lot of golf. Um, but I'm in appetite control because I use things like protein bars, protein shakes, uh, buckshot, like all those things that help help all that. And I get worn out during all of that, so I sleep better. Yeah. And then when I wake up, I'll eat a buck bar and I'll have a uh, I'll have lunch, and then generally I'll have something really small before dinner. Yeah. It, it's that's been my formula. Um, why are doctors prescribing that if you don't have diabetes? Because it helps you lose weight and it is a recognized weight loss supplement. Yeah. Now, uh, Callahan says I'm diabetic and I wouldn't take Ozempic. I don't know what the side effects are. Uh, delayed gratification is hard in our country. Truth. Truth. Um, let's see. Matt Hart says people always want it right now. Nobody wants to earn it. Totally, totally get it. Totally agree. Uh, I am on Matt Foreman, not Ozem. What is, ooh, Mike, tell me about that. Uh, Matt Hart, I can lose the first 20 pounds easy. The next 10, I'd be so much of a struggle if I quit. Yeah. But I think the thing that I would say about that has been, for me, the hard part was changing habits, uh -huh. like the way I ate. Not eating out for breakfast and lunch. Not, like, just being stupid. Right. Like, just being stupid. And yeah. just stepping away from that. Well, the reality is, is it's easy to, you know. It's, yeah. it, like, it takes work to make your food and prepare it for the week. And, you know, yep. like, it's... Truck stop gummy. I'm not fat. I just eat a lot. Me too. Right. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Hawkins says, what a backhanded compliment. What do you mean? You are an actor. And you've had to lose weight. For your profession no 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 he's talking about the lady the late oh yeah 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 terrible yeah uh big dog o-town what's up my guy how's ogden treating you i'm actually diabetic and take ozempic i take it to help my a1c not my weight loss 
uh, been big my whole life. This is who I am. I accept me or I am. This is who I am. Accept me or not. Yeah. Shout the Mobamba. Yep. OG Gary. I gained 100 pounds since 2020. I was 185 and I'm now 285 coming down from 300. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't yeah. give up. Greg Hawkins, you look so ugly on the show, but in person you look great. Exactly. Hey, you start talking shit. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Mike Smith. At least the lady did not try to park her bike in your crack while you were bending over. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't mean anything by it at all. Greg Hawkins. Fat people have higher metabolism than thin people. I don't know how that works. I really don't know how that works. Uh, you have uh, Houston alum. Coog's coming for old Monty. H-Town pumped. Let's go. Uh, Greg Hawkins. Monty, you nailed it. Staying active, getting sleep, and eating properly are all key factors. When I say a little discipline, Jake, that's exactly what I mean. It yeah. is. And it is hard. hard like, it is the so difficult. Saying, discipline requires sacrifice. It is. And I want it to. I want to be disciplined. And it's exactly right that discipline requires sacrifice. Yes. Like it is, it is so difficult for me. You know, like when I was eating sugar all the time, dude, it dominated my, my mind. Now I never think about it. I don't ever think about, like I have no problem. I actually was playing cornhole yesterday. Getting, I shouldn't say that. I was throwing beanbags trying to hit a board with a hole in it. <laughs> Not well. Because the last, it's garbage. The last game, especially, but the last like game and a half, I bent over to pick up the beanbags, and I just felt dizzy. And the last game, I felt really bad. Like, really, really bad. I went in my house, and I drank a bunch of water, and I was fine. But I also said to myself, you know, you, you probably, because I, I had like a hamburger. I haven't had a burger in months. Like, we were trying to figure this out the yeah, other day. Yeah, it's been a long time, dude. I can't think yeah. of that. My guy, Aria, brought over. We had a big get-together in, in our neighborhood. And my guy, Aria, um, brought over burgers. And so I had a hamburger. And, like, it made my it, it, it just made me not feel great. And that's usually what happens. Like, when I stop eating something, I don't feel great when I eat it again. Yeah. And Which is really Cutting out sugar, dude. Yeah. Cutting out sugar has been amazing. Yeah. Uh, and Donut says, winter sucks. Takes me all summer to lose it. Yeah. Truth. Got to have a winter sport, man. Truth. Greg Swain. Uh, Bucked up is really good. They sent me some samples but didn't get the bars yet. Still keeping my girlish figure at 6'2", 200. I don't think I have – I don't know that I could weigh 200. Yeah, I don't know. Not that I'm not that I'm hating on Greg. I, I don't know that I'd want to be 200. I, I would love to to get down to, like – 25 dude if i could be 250 i would i would live my life in bliss yeah if i could be 250 pounds but i don't i don't my to be to be 200 pounds i would have zero muscle man like i'm just i have a big frame yeah like i it's not even that i'm fat like if you meet me you would you'll you'll be like wow that guy's fat but i have wide shoulders i'm super tall i have long legs like I have a frame like that's why when I when I'm strength training five days a week, forget it. I'm strong as a house, and I just it's what I vividly remember telling my doctor. I I, I don't want to be fat. I don't really care what the number is, but I don't want to be fat. Yeah. I want to be healthy. I want to be lean. Yeah, that's all I care about is being leaner. So 
Yeah. Not to, but my point is, I I will never take Ozempic. I nah. can't imagine doing that. Nah. I can't. Not I can't at do all. it. Lamont Tucker, I will. I must admit, back in the day, I was always looking for the quick fix to lose weight. Yeah, and I think a lot of people do that, man. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people do that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. OG Gary, uh, I can never go back to the hundreds. The machine at EOS told me uh, I have 200 pounds of muscle, so I'm fine being 250, 240, but fit. That's all I care about. Yeah. You of Houston, dry sauna, 20 minutes, steam sauna, 10 minutes, swim 30 minutes, swim 30 minutes every other day the best my wife dude my <laughs> wife is killing it stud she's training for a triathlon she's like she ran five miles she's just she's like i'm going for a run we were golfing she went and ran five miles like how fat am i my wife is running five miles right she's going on a 25 mile bike ride she's swimming like she's doing amazing hey she's doing amazing yeah uh, truck stop Gumby confirmed Monty wants to be leaner. Team lean. That's my guy. I just want to lean. <laughs> <laughs> now, thankfully, I am a front to back guy, unlike others. All right. So, uh, we doing super chicks for dinner? Or? Nope. Um, <laughs> thank you for the thumbs up. Greg says, I do believe we have a natural weight that our bodies like to stay at. I'm currently 145, but my body feels uh, happiness at 170. Yeah, dude, my right foot is 145 pounds. <laughs> you know the funny thing is though, like losing weight has fucked my golf swing up. Mm -hmm. It's, I'm really, I need to do something. Like it, it makes me crazy. So I shot a 99 yesterday, uh -huh. and the front nine was a disaster. I, I think I had a, I, I had a stretch of six, six, eight, nine, eleven, bro. It was brutal yeah and i've never played that poorly before and it's because looking at some of the video from over the weekend like honestly my gut is smaller so i have more room to get through so a lot of my shots now i are are like hard fading like it's we it's I, like yeah swinging the iron off yeah. the tee has actually gotten better but worse because i have i feel like i have more freedom yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that weight loss, weight loss will change a golf swing. There's no doubt. Yeah. Mape says, used ephedra for a long time when it was legal. Ooh, that stuff's terrible for you. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, you were one shot shy of the Century Club. Dude, and I think it was about seven feet. I needed a seven-footer for par on 18 to not go to 100. Yeah. To not go to 100. Yeah. So. And you made it. Mike Smith. Meth, good for weight loss, bad for tooth loss. Like, for instance. <laughs> you guys. Um, Pied Piper went from 200 to 175 in the last six months with daily exercise. The best part is small things like squatting to pick up something and feeling no knee pain. Yeah, for me, the things that I notice just are, well, we've talked about clothing, but it, it, it's, I've always been, like, people always talk about bending over to touch your toe. Like, I've never had that problem. I've never been so heavy that I couldn't bend over and touch my toes or, right. you know, put up, put my clothes on. It's just like walking up my staircase, losing weight, feeling better, walking up my stair. Like I ran up a hill yesterday and noticed that I felt better doing it. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. cause at canyons, you have a pretty significant level the changes. topography. So running up this hill, um, to get to a tee box, I was like, Oh, that felt good. 
Yeah. You know, like that's the stuff that I noticed. Uh, and Donut says, Monty, golf fun, keep ripping it. He gives us $5. Appreciate yeah, you. We have a lot of golf content coming, too, on the channel. Uh, Greg Hawkins, I had n- no idea Ozempic was used for diabetes. I only ever hear it used in the context of weight loss. Isn't it wild? Isn't that wild? Yeah. It, it It's absolutely wild. Like, yeah, I don't know how you... I don't think there is any explaining it. I think someone's like, oh, wow, this helped me cut weight. Better tell my friends. Uh, Greg says, how tall is Monty? Gregory Krug. I am 6'3", a little over 6'3". Can you measure it? Even when I was in peak shape in the Army as a young man, I still had belly hanging over waist, never could get rid of it. You know, when I lived in Sacramento, I was in the best shape of my life. Mrs. Monty and I ran three miles every day, probably four days a week, I should say. Worked out six days a week. I was waiting tables and so I was on my feet all the time and um I did not that was the best shape I was in and I was thin I was absolutely thin but I think now my setup my my wife is an amazing support system amazing support system she cooks she like she we're active all the time she golfs with me like out drove me yesterday by the way you think I'm kidding in the fairway way more than I am, but like we we're living our lives together and it's, it's really rewarding. We've been together for 20 something years and we've had our ups and downs nutritionally, relationally, you know, whatever you want to, yeah. you, marriage is a cycle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have never been more proud of her for the things that she's doing and the woman she's become. And it's just motivated me so much to make sure that I'm in better shape, that I'm healthier. We're both 50 now, right? I just turned 50. Right. And we have this whole thing about living 50 more years. But fuck, dude, if I'm 95 and I can't walk, I'm not, if I'm an invalid or what, that's not living. I want to live 50 more years. Yeah, I want to be alive. But I wanna I wanna golf on every continent. I wanna go to everywhere from Japan to Dubai to Australia and New Zealand and I wanna play fucking golf and be I wanna eventually I'm telling you my whole goal in life is to shoot sixty-five one time in my life. That's gonna take a lot of work. I just need to consistently break ninety. Yeah. And then consistently break eighty. And it would be nice if I could do something other than two putt. But my point is, <laughs> right, right. My point is, I want to play golf. Yeah, I want to travel. I want to have great food. I want to have great sex. I want to have great fun for fifty more years. And my wife really motivates me to do that. Mm-hmm. Really motivates me to do that. So I, I, I am. Yeah, that's know. awesome, man. Uh, let's see. Greg says my dream is to golf around at St. Andrews, even if I. Whoa, sorry, my bad. Even if I shoot 110, let's go, dude. Let, what, you guys got to come up to can a, a bunch of dudes have come up to canyons and played. We want to play with you at canyons. Who's coming to play with yeah. us at canyons? Yeah, let's let's go, man. Like I'm telling you, it's a it's a great course. It is, and it is it's fun. It's a great course to hang out on, have fun, play golf. Yes, share some laughs. Jeremy Callahan, you just heard it here. Monty is joining the Live Golf Tour. God, if I could. Dude. Man, if I could. Uh, Greg Hawkins says a belly is normal. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I just want to be thin. 
yeah. thinner. I'm not interested in being skinny. Yeah. I'm not interested in being skinny. But I'm tired of being, hey, big and tall guy. All right. <laughs> you know, like I'll always it's have frustrating. a frustrating. Like fucking foot joy. Oh yeah. This. Dude. I ordered foot joys two weeks ago. Yeah. A month ago and like six weeks ago. Right. I've been trying to order a pair of foot joy golf shoes. I don't hate my Nikes. They're they're great golf shoes. Yeah. But the foot joys are the Elite. Ferraris, right? Canceled the order. Okay, let me order it again. Canceled the order. This time I got all the way to shipped. Hey, it's shipped waiting for carrier pickup for two weeks. For two weeks. So finally I called him this afternoon. And the guy's like, yeah, that's so strange. I see your canceled order and I see this one. So, you know, I can't cancel it because it's in shipping. So eventually it's going to get sent to you. But we're going to send you a free, a, free, a free pair, no charge. I'm sending them out today. You'll have them probably Monday or Tuesday at the latest. Yes! Accept our apologies. I'm really sorry. Great. Really good service. Yeah. FootJoy yeah. gave me... Re- the golf industry, the, the service level in golf from PXG Golf, I'm telling you, yeah, you hit whatever you want. I will never use any other club that's not from PXG. Whether it's my guy Garrett, who is who's our fitter, or yeah, we the the service people at 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 PXG, like I constantly get good service from them. Yeah. Today, the foot joy thing was amazing. Yeah. Well, it's always nice to get an answer. It's always nice to be like, yeah, dude, this is what happened. We're not really sure, but here's what we're going to do. It, it is amazing, yeah. dude. Really amazing. All right, a couple more, and then we got to get out of here. Uh, Mike Smith says, just tell the wife to strap your golf bag on her back and run. You will lose weight chasing her. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. I'm with you. I'd rather live than just exist. You feel me? Dude, I don't want to exist. I don't want to exist. I, I can't. Uh, CKS, watching what processed food you eat is key. It is absolutely key. Yeah. And eat, cutting out junk food and mm. uh, I wish I could come and play. We wish you could come and play too. Yeah. Michael Peck, too much pizza and fast food. Got to cut that stuff if I want to get, uh, if I want to slim down. You do. You do. You and do. the funny thing is I did all that lifting for the last 18 months. And now I see all the muscle that was under the fat. Like I look quite literally have delts and traps and back muscles and biceps. And I've always had calves and triceps. Now I actually have biceps. So when the winter comes around and I'm lifting four days a week again, I, ex- I, I really expect good, good results. Fast food destroys our appetites. All that sugar makes you hungry an hour after you're done eating. And ain't that the truth? Yeah. Cutting out sugar has been a boom for me. Uh, Mike Smith. Good, healthy food is not cost-effective these days. It's not. My wife, though, actually got a box, a garden box. In South Jordan, she ordered it, and now we get several every year, I guess. Yeah. She brought home a beautiful box of vegetables today. There you go. There's a, there's some scientific belief that salad on its own is not great for you. That the vegetables and the fruit mix is what's great for you. The salad is is not great for you. Interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, that's really interesting. Actually. And if it's and if it has pesticides on it, it there's negative return on salad. Yeah. Interesting. Final comment. Um, 
Yeah, oh, well, yeah, Mike Smith. If you can grow your own veggies, that's huge. Yes. Final comment, CKS. McDonald's is notorious proof of that, Greg Hawkins. Fast food. We used to eat McDonald's breakfast four times a week. I haven't had McDonald's in a while. A while. Yeah, a while. It's been a long while. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right, the Monty Show, uh, as always, is presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. Best injury attorneys in the business. Make sure you find them online. You can chat with them, dude. When you get in an accident, that stress, that nervousness, that overwhelms you when you're trying to think, how am I going to get healthy? How am I going to pay my bills? Don't stress, dude. Go to the advocates. The advocates are going to help you, you know, defer your medical bills. They're going to fight for you to get your back pay. They're going to fight for you to get the compensation you deserve. So that accident wasn't your fault. You didn't deserve to be in that accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Theadvocates.com. Chat with an attorney free online because you never reach into your pocket to pay the advocates. You don't pay in less than until the advocates win your case. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.